but there was nothing. I was like jelly, just cut like, you know, you hold it together as best you can as a human, but no, I wasn't going to fall on my teeth on the finish line of that race. And that's pretty much all I had left in me was to just get over there and stand up. There was no more energy. What's up, everybody, and Happy New Year. Welcome to episode 87 of the On The Runs podcast. We are back. I am feeling better. My voice is making it. Erica is here. What's up, girl? I don't think I'm quite that peppy, but yes, Happy New Year. Happy New Year to all the listeners. Very, very happy to be in year three of the podcast now. Can you believe it? Three years? Yeah. It's crazy. It, it's it's our third season if we have seasons. We don't have seasons, but it is our third year. Year one was very – year one was learning, and then we just finished year two, and we were rolling, and we are rolling into year three, episode 87. Like we said, we got a good one for Start you guys today, strong. but yeah. So good. I am a little peppy. I should be. I've slept for half of the last two mm-hmm. weeks. I slept. I'm losing my voice again as I'm talking again, excited, <laughs> but I'm feeling better. I'm no longer sick. I feel good. I just went for a run, my first run in nearly two weeks. I, yeah, I'm on a runner's high. I'm on a runner's high right now. That is real. Runner's high is real. So I'm glad you're feeling better. You're yeah. on the up and up. Rest is excellent. So keep up the good work. Well, I've been sleeping a lot. Like the one thing I've done this whole time I've been sick is just sleep. Like the first three days I laid in bed the whole time and slept. Last night, New Year's Eve, I was in bed. Actually, I never made it to bed last night. I slept on the floor with, with Tommy and Tyler. Again, that has been happening a lot, but we fell asleep in their room at 9.30 and I didn't get up till 8.30 this morning. Well, that's a good stretch. I'll give you that. But the floor... Yeah. Maybe not the best for, <laughs> for your back. It's one of the most comfortable carpets you'll ever ah, lay on. It's one of those kind of carpets, Good. right? And I had a big pillow and it's nice. Like I have a setup to help get the boys to fall mm-hmm. asleep because we're doing no binkies right ah, now. Transition. It's a struggle. So we're, yeah, we're trying to like get a stuffy or something. And it's, it used to be give them a binky. They go right down. But we're trying no binkies. They're almost three. Yeah. And one month, they'll be three. So got to go no binkies. And we're sticking to it. It's been a struggle and I've been sleeping on the floor, but yeah, I slept good because I needed some Mm -hmm. sleep. So yeah, I missed, I didn't watch. I was going to ask you, did you like do any New Year's Eve celebrations or parties? You're, you're basically, you live the no kids life so you can go out and have a good time Uh, and have a party. Do you watch like the ball drop or anything? That's about all I do. Um, we are boring, I guess, and we just stayed home. Like, I didn't want to put real pants on. <laughs> I Yeah, so we stayed home and just just relaxed. We What did we do? I think we were just watching a bunch of TV shows, and then I was like, oh, it's 11.55. Let's, let's watch the ball drop, and yeah. that was it. So. That's happened to me the past couple of years. I just turned the TV on with five minutes to go, and I'm like, let's see it yeah. drop, and it's like Dick Clark's uh, New Year's Eve party. And I'm like, why do I turn the TV on to watch this every year? It's a tradition, I, I guess. I, I, keep, I keep doing it too, even though it's really anticlimactic. So, <laughs> Do you see the people who go to that thing? Over a million people go to Times Square. We'll be there in a couple mm-hmm. weeks. But they go to Times Square. They, they get there at like 10 in the morning. Oh, that sounds like misery, misery to me. <laughs> you go and you stand in a spot the entire time. Like 
a big question that comes up is where do you go when you got to go? You just you don't want to lose your spot. Like you just don't eat forever. Like that just sounds. You like hook up a tube to go to the bathroom in it. Like what do you do? (laughs) It just you don't want to lose your spot. That does not appeal to me, especially like cold weather, big crowds. I mean, yeah. In the time post COVID, it just doesn't appeal to me. It's probably the big crowds Mm -hmm. for me. Just the big crowds for 14 hours and then trying to get out of it after midnight. <laughs> like, that's impossible. Mm-hmm. I couldn't do it. I bet you my sister, who lives in New York City, doesn't even go near Times Avoid Square on New Year's costs. Eve. She probably, yep. right. She avoids it like the oh, plague. Yeah. But yeah, so we had a, we had a good, we a strong start to New Year's today. We went and saw Recycled Percussion. I saw that. Wait, they gave you free donuts? Explain. Okay, so... It was the 11 a.m. show, and Justin loves to talk to the crowd. Justin, our guest yeah, from last he's week. The man. After about 20 minutes of of breaking in and doing everything and and like getting the crowd going, he he likes to talk to the crowd. And the first thing he goes is, "Who the hell thought 11 a.m. was a good time to have a show <laughs> <laughs> on Who's New Year's big Day?" Idea was this? Right? He's like, "Everyone's still sleeping. Mm. No one's getting up early." And there's probably like 200 to 300 people there. So in a venue that holds probably 800 to 1,000, it was very, very low. He must have looked at like ticket sales for that show and said, okay, we only have like two to 400 people, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. So he's like, I'm going to buy donuts for everybody. And it's real funny because he's like, nobody get this out on the floor. There's no food allowed. Don't. I'm going to get in trouble. I don't want to get fined $500 for getting food all over the Palisader. Right. But yeah, they came in, they brought donuts and they like walked them and handed them to everybody. They gave like every row a box of uh, like a dozen donuts. Awesome. It was great. It was, it was a good show to go to with two-year-olds. I'll tell you, there were only two to 400 people and I could kind of walk the top row at the back. We bought seats in the balcony mm-hmm. just... In case the boys got a little bored, which they didn't, but there was a point where they're like, got ants in their pants and we got to move around and do yeah. something. And yeah, it was a good That's show. Fun. So at the end of Recycled Percussion, we got in line, right? And we got in line to meet them and we got, it was all about the kids. Tommy and Tyler got these drumsticks. They all signed them and we got to meet everybody. Adeline walks up to Justin and she goes, you were on my dad's podcast. And he looks up and he recognizes, he goes, oh yeah, you were on stage with me last year, weren't you? And she's like, yeah. And that was awesome because that just like, that made it for her. That made it right. Mm -hmm. Like, like you remember me. I remember you. You remember me. It was so cool. At the end, as after we take pictures and everything, Mm -hmm. which we got a picture with them and Adeline, uh, he looks at my hoodie. I'm wearing the hoodie that says Dirty Mo Media. Uh I wear this hoodie all the time. And nobody knows what it is. I wear it just because they're their inspiration or it's it's kind of like my inspiration to our podcast yeah. and to what we're doing. And he he says, what's that say? Because I got Tommy or Tyler on, on one arm and I kind of moved him and he goes, Dirty Mo, Dale Jr.'s company. And I'm like, yeah, that's awesome. He goes, I love NASCAR. I watch it all the time. He goes, we go every year. I'm like, no way. And I'm more amazed like, you know what Dirty Mo is. That's so cool. Nobody ever knows. I wear the shirt all the time or the hoodie. I was so pumped up that he knew what Dirty Mo was. That was cool. And he goes, "My one of my best friends is Mark Martin. And I saw last night he posted all these all these people that he um, was thankful for. And one was Mark Martin. And I'm like, Mark Martin, the NASCAR driver? That's got to be a typo. Nope. That's got to be a typo. He's got, he got to pick the wrong Mark Martin. It's like every time I type in E-R-I to get Erica or Eric mm-hmm. when I tag us, 
it also pops up Aaron Azar. And I know one day I'm going to accidentally post Aaron Azar <laughs> or tag her on something totally random. Mm-hmm. But like, I figured he must have been typing Mark Martin like somebody else. And it, it turned out to be he selected the NASCAR driver. No, his one of his best friends. He goes, Makes yeah, he's one of my now. best friends. <laughs> That's and I'm cool. like, no way. Wow. Small world. That's so cool. But he recognized Dirty Mo. And I love Dirty Mo. They're 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 a big inspiration behind what we're doing. And it's just it was so cool. That's awesome. Yeah, no, it was really cool. He told me uh not to give you details into his personal mm-hmm. life, but we're gonna go running soon. But he's going to New York City this week and he goes, Oh, I'm gonna run in Central Park this week. That's I'll be back awesome. next week and we'll go yeah, running. I'm game to go running. Yeah, Let it would me be know. cool. Yeah, well, we we are going to New York soon, and I don't know if we'll get to run in Central Park, but we're going to the Peloton Studios, and today we have a Peloton instructor on the pod. Oh my gosh, you guys. Uh, I kind of lost my shit when this happened. I was so, so excited. You guys must know by now who the white whale is, even though we're not supposed to call her that. <laughs> you said I can't call her I the know, white whale. But- which is a huge compliment. Yeah, but it's my my favorite Peloton instructor, and she was as incredible as I had imagined. She was just so generous with her time, and she was just so much fun, and yeah, I'm still freaking out over it, honestly. And this was, we recorded back in uh, November, I think, so. Whew. Yeah, yeah. This was, this was a long time coming. I tried to get Bex a while ago for your birthday. There's a lot of steps you got to go through when you want to talk to a Peloton instructor. <laughs> oh, it was worth it. Oh, so worth it. Hopefully we pass a ton of those steps. So next time it doesn't take so long, but this one was well worth the <laughs> wait. It really was. And I think after we recorded, you were like, go meet your heroes because they're amazing. <laughs> Seriously. And if they're not, go get new heroes. <laughs> But yes, uh, Bex, you were amazing. I I should probably save this for the end, but you guys are really going to enjoy this guest appearance with Bex Gentry. She's awesome. And my apologies for just being kind of nervous through the whole thing because she was that awesome. So <laughs> <laughs> it's worth it, it. So worth it. Worth it. Yeah, this was great. So you guys are going to love this. We'll come back after and we'll talk. We'll catch up. But everyone, enjoy the amazing Bex Gentry on the On the Runs podcast. Erica, it's here. Who would have thought? Are you ready for this? Because our next guest on the pod is someone we've talked about for quite a while now. It's no secret that this is Erica's dream guest. She's an ultra marathoner. She's ran in the UK Olympic marathon trials. You've seen her on live TV and on your Peloton screens. She's the mother of Maurice, Dot, Coco, and beautiful Lady T. It is our pleasure to welcome the one and only Bex Gentry to the On The Runs podcast. What is up, Bex? How are you doing? Hi, what an intro. That's probably my favorite one I've ever had. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I'm blushing. <laughs> You're as giggly as me right now. I'm so, so excited you were able to join us today. We've been looking forward to this for months now, and I just have to months. rein it in a little bit. <laughs> What you were you were talking to her around my birthday, so you're that right, was like you're June. Right. You're right. Woo. I've been trying. Yeah. You're right. But for years, I've been hearing about oh, Bex yes, Gentry. Yes. Even before we had a podcast, Guilty. it's like I'm a I'm a Matt Wilpers guy, and I always took mm-hmm. his classes. And she's like, "You got to take a Bex class. You got to take a Bex class." And it took COVID for me to like venture out to other people. And I'm like, "I like this Bex girl. She's pretty good. You know what you're talking about, Erica." Duh. <laughs> 
I wouldn't lie to you, man. I wouldn't lie to you. Well, thank you both very much for <laughs> for <laughs> Erica for staying with me and uh, for for you to for venturing out. I've got to be honest. <laughs> I got to break the ice here a little bit. I'm I'm big into motorsports. I used to work in NASCAR and I was on pit road changing tires. And I saw that you were at the F1 race in Las Vegas recently. How was that? I was. It was unreal. Um, yeah, it, anyone who takes my classes ever, specifically if it happened to be recorded on a Sunday or a live class on a Sunday, um, knows I'm a huge Formula One fan and have been ever since I was a little girl. Like I used to stand in front of the Formula One when I was tiny in front of the TV and tell my parents what was happening. They're like, yeah, we can see. Can you just... <laughs> um, and then... Um, to go to start going to races when, as I got older was really awesome. And then, yeah, I mean, I was going to go to the um, Vegas Grand Prix this weekend. Anyway, I was on PTO and then we had an incredible event opportunity that came up with um, Peloton and Chase Sapphire. And so they were like, well, this kind of this works really well, doesn't it? <laughs> and off I went. Honestly, I, I mean, I was there. I went to qualifying evening by myself I just walked like went in walked around and I just love it there's just something about like I have cheek ache from just smiling at the cars and this the atmosphere it was very showy for sure Mm -hmm. um the beauty of F1 is I think the perfect lap like finding that that glorious smoothness as the drivers get through. I'm talking as though I drive, I wish. <laughs> um, but it was it was that, but it was also, you know, the world has changed. F1 has become incredibly popular and it's become a bit of a celebrity uh, attraction. And it's, yeah, it was it was so cool. I have to say, I do follow your stories and you've been to one in um, Quebec as well, right? And yeah. I think you got to meet you got to meet um, Daniel Ricardo, and I was like jealous of that. He is a uh, he's one of the hunkier ones, so I was I was a little jealous. I was like, okay, this is really so cool. <laughs> Pretty much, but yeah. I mean, I as much as. I, I used to watch it with uh, my boyfriend. Well, we sadly don't have cable anymore, but he still follows along a little bit better than me. But yeah. we we are Mercedes fans, and just uh, nice. Red Bull kind of took off with it, though, and we were kind of kind of sad about what happened with Mercedes. They just haven't been able to pick it back up again. I know. It mm-hmm. was such a shame. They came close. I mean, Lewis climbed high from P11 up, and George did mm-hmm. pretty well. I thought he was going to be out at that one point when him and Max came really close together. I was like, oh, no. Because um, obviously it's never Max who goes out. You know, Sorry mm-hmm. to anyone who's a Max fan. That's not me. It is He's just still awesome. Me. He's amazing. That's just the it skills is. they have. is It blows my mind. Oh, it is. I'll tell you this. I tried to watch the race. I, it was at one in the morning here. I kept falling yeah. asleep, waking up. And I woke up when that pass was made on the last lap. And I'm thinking to myself, Oh, we had a last lap pass for the win. That's amazing. I fall back asleep. I forget. I check the highlights later. I'm like, oh, that was for second place. Oh, <laughs> Max still won by a lot. <laughs> oh, a lot. Like, it's, yeah, it's, it's it's a lot of the races do get a little bit boring, to be honest. And this is coming from a super fan when he <laughs> gets seconds and seconds and seconds ahead. Like P2 is so far behind that you're just like, what's the point? I, there's plenty of races that I've kind of gotten on with cleaning the house or just 
if Tallulah's awake playing with her and mm-hmm. just being like, oh, it's not really that exciting to watch it because <laughs> he's so far ahead, it doesn't matter anymore. So That's true. <laughs> Well, I like that you're a motorsports fan because I've always been one more on the NASCAR and the Dale Earnhardt Ooh. side. And Daniel Ricardo is a huge Earnhardt fan. So I think yeah, that's super cool. Yeah. I want to get to the, the show notes in the program, though. And one other thing about how we've connected before, you you probably get hit up by a lot of people back. And it's been a while since I've done this, but I love to embarrass Erica. And we'll be at a Halloween party or we'll be at like Friendsgiving or maybe we just went on a hot, sweaty run and we're like drenched in sweat and we don't look good at all. I'll take my phone and I'll record a video and I'll just be like, hey, Bex, what's up? And just surprise her out of nowhere and then send it your way. And she's like, oh, my God. Hi, Bex. I don't know if you recall any of that, but that's just like some of my favorite things to do. And you always respond, which is the coolest thing in the world. Well, I try to. I really do. There is a, yeah, the Instagram um, side of life is a lot, but I Mm -hmm. appreciate it when people go to the effort. Like, that's cute. And (laughs) I think it's fun and you're out doing what I love to do. So it's familiarity of like, you know, I do that as well. I send people messages when I'm running, especially like if I bump into somebody from, um, you know, abroad or another city who I know. So I'm with you. I like it when it it feels (laughs) natural. (laughs) He does it all the time, though. I'm like, dude, stop. <laughs> I get all blushy and like, stop it. But it is, it is fun. And we, we appreciate it. We think it's really cool. So we get a little fangirly, fanboy a little bit. And yeah, <laughs> it's nice. Let's uh let's get to know you. Erica knows probably everything. I don't. Well, I know so what she likes a- to share in class, but I want to hear it from her. So let's, <laughs> yeah. let's let her talk. So. So let's start. Let's get to know you. We know you're from the UK. You are you are our first international guest on the pod. Uh, Almost 100 episodes in first international guest. Let's hear about what life was like for Bex growing up in the UK. What did you do? Schools, sports, extracurricular activities. Uh, You'll learn I cannot pronounce anything correctly like that. But what was life (laughs) growing up for you, Bex? Um, Well, I grew up in Worcestershire, England, um, which, yes, is where the source is from. (laughs) It is said Worcestershire, not Worcester. And it it was a sleepy, sleepy little city. Um, I can't, I still, like, as I was growing up, I was like, this isn't a city, this is a town, right? Um, my mom was like, nope, it's a city, it has a cathedral. And it was, I mean, so growing up in the US and the UK is very, very different. Like, mm-hmm. you guys here are obsessed with sports. Like <laughs> that is true. <laughs> we can I mean, attest to that. Unless my friends are book nerds or doctors, all I ever hear from people was like, I was a D1, I was track, I was basketball. I'm like, okay, cool. But what did you actually <laughs> study? Like, what did you actually go to school for? Mm-hmm. And, I, and now I've said that, I actually don't think I know but what the vast majority of my friends actually studied for. I know what they all played, what sports they played, what they ran, which is crazy because everyone in the UK is the polar opposite. It's like, oh, I did a, a bachelor, a bachelor's in this, that, the other, you know. And sports at university is wildly uncommon unless you go to a sports-specific, like a Loughborough, oh. um, or you go to an Oxford or Cambridge, which is very like the Ivy League in the UK. But they then they have like the rowing and like they have more sports. But you you focus on books or sports essentially. That's me putting it in like 
very simple terms. Yeah, that's really Everyone interesting, has- though. It makes it makes a lot of sense now that you say it, though, because half of the friends that I have, I'm like, oh yeah, you're you were football, like you just played football, and I couldn't even recall yeah. what they did, what they actually mm-hmm. got their degree yeah. in. Yeah. It was not football. Yeah, um, no. Uh, yeah, so that that's kind of uh, my first point of difference. But then having said that, at, at, so school for me is up until 18 and so high school. And I played all the sports, like all the sports. I was very much the all-rounder. Um, I went to an all-girls school, which had an all-boys school next door. Take it as you will. It was <laughs> naughty. There was a lot of jumping over the wall. Um, and we... But we didn't combine in anything um, other than like extracurricular activity. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it was very much a school where if you excelled in everything, you were rewarded. You became like how we have houses in a lot of schools. Um, so I was a house captain um, because I was like a linguistic person and I did um, all the sports. I'm not going to say I was great at all the sports. Like I was... I started as the goalkeeper in lacrosse. Mm-hmm. We play lacrosse without all of the um, padding that you guys wear. Do you so really? Just, English people are tougher. <laughs> you are tougher. Yep, Holy yep, cow. The goalie in lacrosse is brutal. We, I mean, we had the padding in the goalie, but the goalie's the only one who wears padding. The rest okay. of us, we have a gum shield and that's it. <laughs> I'm shocked. Yeah. That's yeah. just sounds super dangerous. Yeah. Um, so I played lacrosse, netball, tennis, rounders which is our version of baseball um a little bit okay. smaller, more condensed um I tried my hand at football but I went to an all-girls school again we didn't have that much like English European football yep, yep. soccer um, yeah yeah soccer. yeah no it's cool I agree it should be football yeah it should be football um and yeah I was very much into all of it tennis was like my family thing my mom and dad were really great um racket sports players they played squash tennis um, badminton and all of that so they kind of pushed me down that route and running um shockingly I was terrible at at school like terrible I was on the cross-country team and that was about it um I was fine with cross-country because I just like we put in those teeny tiny little pair of pants and an Airtex shirt and like you're just told to go get muddy. So I just run and run and run and I was <laughs> yeah. fine. When it came to anything fast, awful, anything um, athletic, like hurdles, awful. Um, I dropped the baton in relay. Yeah, not good. Um, high jump I was good at because I was really tall for my age all the way through. But that was about it. Like gymnastics, awful. But I used to try so hard because I loved the leotards. I thought they looked really cute. So, yeah, I only ever got one. My mom refused to buy me anymore because I just was never picked for the team. She's like, you don't need it. You're not good at it. <laughs> did your did your school encourage you to do all the different sports or were you just interested in them? No, they encouraged us to do all of them. And then if you were pick, if you were good at certain ones, you were picked for the teams. Ah. Um, very similar to like in the movies where you're like, where's my name? Yeah, um, yeah. A squad, B squad kind of thing. Yes. So like netball, I was really good at, which is like our ver- your version of basketball, but we don't bounce it. Um, and uh, yeah, tennis, lacrosse, um, they were the main ones. That's awesome. I'm not hearing any ice hockey. Ice hockey's not big in the UK. It's not a yeah. thing. You got all your teeth unlike me, so I think you're good. <laughs> no, um, definitely not. We d- we had hockey, um, as we call normal hockey, field hockey, was played by a lot. It's real like all girls school sport. But again, we didn't wear much protection. Unfortunately, there was quite a few injuries around my 
age mm-hmm. and um, it was actually taken off our, our school curriculum wow. so it was too dangerous for a while and ice hockey no it's not a big thing in the UK we're a wet country not so much of a cold yeah. country but my partner Austin um was a hockey he was at Colorado and he played hockey see I don't know I don't think I even know what he no played. way that's so cool <laughs> so he played college hockey I referee college hockey on the side so that's really cool yeah, yeah, he loves it. He actually wants to become a coach um, to it because he just misses playing it so much. My daughter just started playing a couple of weeks ago. We're just trying it. It's learn to play and she's going to try. She dances. She does. She's a skier. Wow. She's a cheerleader and she's playing. She's she's trying it all. And I'm just happy that she's trying it all like and just trying to have fun. And yeah. if she doesn't like it, we'll do something else. Cheerleading is the big thing, though. It is like yes. number one in her life right now, Aww, you know, for a little seven-year-old. So Yay. Well, tell, uh, tell her to look at Rebecca Kennedy. You'll see some, some cheerleading oh, skills there. No Arcane's way. Got All some, right, cool. She's got some awesome oh, yeah. dance moves for sure. He was a big cheerleader in Boston. Yeah. Wait, wasn't she, wasn't she a, um, a Patriots cheerleader? I feel like she was. Yeah. Did you know that Eric? No, but I know two other Patriots cheerleaders. Now oh. I'm wondering if they know her. They I'm wondering if they're friends with her. Yeah. So I work with a couple moms whose daughters are Patriots cheerleaders or were because you only mm-hmm. can do it for three or four years. So yeah. that would be funny. Small world, small so world. Very cool. Hey, I remember watching, I, I like triathlons and you're from the UK. A, a guy I really like is Tim Don. And he yeah. talked about, you mentioned how the UK is a very wet country. <laughs> he mentioned the English clouds mm-hmm. and how like he goes this day, he's, it's in a video. He's like, this is what we call an English cloud day or something. Is that a thing? Do I have that right? Where it's always kind of overcast over there? Always. Yeah. So it's always great. Always gray, always cloudy, always overcast, um, which is why you'll see when it's blue sky days, um, anyone in England will be on social media and it makes it look like it's like that a lot. <laughs> but I think they just bank all their content for those days. That's funny. That's um, funny. Yeah, especially where I'm from, Worcestershire is in the middle of um, a bowl, essentially, of hills. So you've got the Malvern Hills on one side and the Cotswolds on the other side. So you kind of get um, trapped in grayness because oh just- no stuck (laughs) (laughs) that's cool i've never been erica's been you've been a couple times so i've only been once i i was there 2021 i went out for the marathon that they had in october of that year since covid had messed with things so i was out there spent a beautiful 10 days i think nine of them were overcast but we did have some nice weather i was i was pleased with it it was so beautiful over there love to go back didn't brandon uh freak out a little bit when he ran into an f1 driver too Oh, oh my God. We were just walking around one day and um, what did we see? I think it was like the James Bond premiere that they were having. Like we were at one of the museums and he Mm. saw George Russell. He's like, oh my God. And I was like, where? Who? who?" And I I had no idea who he was at at that time, but he was like, look, he's right there. And I was like, oh, that's wicked cool. I remember that because I think Ben and Leanne um, went to that too. Maybe some of the other instructors, but I, I vividly remember Ben and Leanne going to that. It was super cool. Yeah. I wish I would have had a sighting on them because I would have recognized them at the very least. Oh, yeah. But <laughs> yeah, it was cool. We're like, what are all these fancy people? Him and I are in like rain gear with umbrellas and boots yeah. and <laughs> and everybody's dressed in these like beautiful gowns and suits. And it was oh. really fun to just stumble upon that. Yes. Oh, my gosh. I miss London. <laughs> Sorry to bring back some... <laughs> I'm, I'm going in three days. I'm going to be there. Gosh, oh, nice. nice. <laughs> so you tried all the sports in school. You mm-hmm. were not a good runner. 
you go to university. You didn't run or do sports in university. I think I read you just had a good time, just like oh, yeah. Erica and I did. That's how we met. <laughs> um, but then you found running again, and you found it really early at 4 a.m., I think. <laughs> I, I, I found running in a strange way. It was 4 a.m. on a run in Berlin. I ran a lot before that. I, I, I actually kind of rediscovered my passion for running. I was in a job and a relationship, both of which were incredibly toxic when I lived in Brighton, England. And I ran just to kind of get out of my own head. Like, mm-hmm. no, watch. This was way before social, or at least before I was on social media. And I would just run along the seafront and escape the like ugh of work and my my boyfriend at the time and I loved it because it was really genuinely freeing like I'd pick the light posts or I'd pick a bin or I'd pick a beach and and just be like I'm gonna run to there I'm gonna run to there I had no idea I'd have to get home get on my computer and like go on map my run to see how far I'd run Mm -hmm. and just like wow I ran like 3k today that's so cool and like just built it up Um, and I signed up for like a 5k race down there and then a half marathon and just kind of, I had no goals right then. I Mm -hmm. was just running and I, but I really enjoyed running and that stays with me today. Whenever anyone tells me about like their races they're doing and this and that and the other, I mean, but are you enjoying it? Because if you're not enjoying it, then you need to reset and Mm -hmm. just take a step back off the competing side of it. But then the 4 a.m. run was when I was a Nike run club coach and um, the global team, we were in Berlin and we got out for a run and little did I know it back then, but Blue would become a very good friend and my coach. And I had no idea we were crushing some fast paces and I knew they were really fast runners. Like, I mean, like 226 marathoners. Oh, wow. Um, And we were just running really fast. It was really, really cold and really early in the morning. And he said, when we got back to the hotel, like, do you have any idea? Like you were just conversing that whole time at these crazy paces. And he sat me down and we went through my marathon times. I'd I'd run, um, uh, Rome and London at that point. Mm -hmm. And a few, quite a lot of ultras at that point I'd done, but took them steady yeah and I think you can do more I think you can do better if you want to let me if you want to let me help you and so he did and then that was it just the trajectory changed with some focused training and uh I still love it which is the best thing that is super important (laughs) (laughs) that's how kind of how my training this year has gone like um I was training for some more ultra distances and I kind of threw speed out the window and I was just enjoying being out for runs. I actually got outside. I I often had you in my ears doing the outdoor peloton runs, and it was just nice to to kind of be one with nature and just not have to stress out so much about how fast I'm going. It's just kind of like just being out there and doing it and having fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And congrats on your race, by the way. Ah, thank you. That was, yeah, that was by far the hardest thing I've ever done, but it's like my crowning accomplishment at this point. Yeah. So. She got the buckle. No, I she got did the it. buckle. Barely, but I got it. So it's very, very difficult what you did. So, uh, yeah, you should wear that pride every day. I just need to get some more belts. Maybe I should actually wear it around. That would mean I have to wear actual pants more often instead of leggings. Pants and tights don't have buckle loops. (laughs) No, they don't. 
So Bex, what were you doing when you were out in London before you transferred into the the running industry? Right. Um, so I was working in PR, public relations. Okay. Um, yeah, I started off in marketing um, at the Financial Times newspaper, and then I moved to Joe Malone um, Fragrance Company to do PR for them. And then when I left London, I moved down to live in Hove, which is just outside of Brighton, England. Mm-hmm. I joined a small um, PR firm and worked my way up to become the manager of that firm. And we had some really great brands like OPI Nail Varnish. We had La Ligue ah. Crystal, Baccarat Crystal. So it was a luxury high-end lifestyle um, mm-hmm. populations that we did. And it was fun. It was so much fun. I made some great friends within the media in the UK. I got to travel a lot to Paris, which is every girl's dream. <laughs> and I got to work in lifestyle stuff and constantly had my nails done, which is something I still do on a very regular basis something I can't let go of um and it was really formative in who I am in relationship building in relationship maintaining juggling a career and fitness um but simultaneously kind of that job was very high pressured and Mm. I wasn't sure I wanted to do it forever alongside being in a very toxic personal relationship so I was sort of kind of going downhill on one side whilst trying to go up on the other and if uh, you know most of us have been there once if not a few times in our lives Mm -hmm. where you're you feel like you're pushing a a truck of logs up a hill uh you're like I do so I really want to get up here but god damn it how Mm -hmm. do I do this and be happy and um I unfortunately Got, uh, got an eating disorder around this time because I just was desperately, desperately unhappy with um, everything. And that was the one point of control I could have. Um, mm-hmm. And I went to Naples, Florida to stay with my aunt and uncle over Christmas to sort of get away from everything and hope the sunshine would would help. And it did a lot. I But I was running and running and running. And this is the only time in my life running was detrimental for me mm. because I was really at that point using it as an excuse. I ran, I think, 20 miles one day and I didn't take water. I didn't take fuel. It was almost like it was my punishment in a, oh. in a Saturday. My uncle sat me down. And even though I was doing that, I still talked about it with so much joy. And I'd come back and tell him all about my runs. He was like, you need to channel this love you have for running into something healthy and something positive. And then you can share that with other people. Mm-hmm. And I just couldn't get that out of my head of what he said. And I went home and I literally quit my job. <laughs> I broke up with a oh. boyfriend and I moved to London and I enrolled in um, a essentially a personal training and business um school mm-hmm. and I got my personal training degree and a business um qualification and that was it then then I the world was there for me to grab you know the bull by the horns yeah. and I fought to not be and no disrespect to anyone who's ever done this but I didn't want to be that newly qualified personal trainer at the local gym wiping up people's sweat so I was like oh yeah I'm nearly- old if that happens that happens but I wanted to try and kind of go above that first um I'm very headstrong I'm an Aries so I'm really like this is is what I want I'm gonna do my darndest to get it and if I don't it's okay but I can't settle without trying you gotta reach for it first that's yeah absolutely and I did I got a really good job at the Bulgari Hotel um which is in Knightsbridge like right opposite Harrods 
Um, and it was in a really, really famous gym um, owned by, at the time, a very famous uh, nutritionist and personal trainer. And I still had to intern. I still had to wipe sweat off the machines and mm-hmm. not get paid and show you gotta up. Got to pay like, your dues, right? Yeah. You show up at you know, before this, well before the sun's up and you go home well after the sun's down and you don't see daylight um, and you're catering to the very, very, very rich. But I loved every second of it. I would not, um, I would not change it for the world. It taught mm-hmm. me a lot. And from there, I met great people and I got my Nike deal and worked as a Nike trainer through that. Then I started my own personal training business and had some fantastic clients, a very, very small handful of them, but the, I consider them family and they did me. They took me with them traveling all over the world to some places mm-hmm. that I would no never way. have gotten to go with their families. Yeah, it was unreal. I'd be traveling like every season with them. Um, and it was just awesome because I trained the, the parents, but then they come a couple of them had kids. So I'd kind of just play like football with the kids on the beach and occupy them or tire them out before they. That's went so cool. Yeah. So it was, it was epic. I was really sad to leave that side of things because I felt like I was leaving my family um, mm-hmm. when I left London. Well, I was leaving my family, but my, my work family <laughs> when I left London, but um, RK kind of hooked me over from, from London over here. Okay. We worked together, so all thanks to her. <laughs> That's awesome. So how did you know her beforehand? We were both Nike trainers. Oh, so Rebecca was working. Did she already have her Peloton job and was like, come to come, come over? Yes. She (laughs) she was part of the founding team with Robin on um, Tread. So Robin kind of came um, over and they were putting together a team. So she'd already got Matty and um, Andy, I believe. I think at that it's point, good to know her. Um, they'd already got them. I was one. I was either the third or fourth person on tread to get my contract, ah, okay. um, the job offer. But because I was in the UK and um, visas, etc., oh. I was the seventh, eighth, or eighth person to actually join. So in between, um, Olivia, Matty, uh, Chase, Cell, Oliver um, had all joined, and then I was the next next one on the roster. That's exciting. Were you ready for that change to to come all the way across the pond and start living in a new place? (laughs) Not at all, but I I really welcomed it. It was a massive change. I kind of describe London and and New York as cats and lions. They're both from the same family, Mm. but one is very fierce and one is domesticated for the most part, tamed. And uh, yeah, London is definitely the house cat. (laughs) (laughs) I believe that. Yeah. Let's save the Peloton talk for a little bit. Is that okay? Okay. Let's get into something I know you love, ultra marathons. And that is like Erica's new jam. And you were even just talking about it. it in your story. So let's get into... How did you discover trail running and ultra marathons for that matter? Oh, wow. Um, so I was, again, part of the Nike um, Run Club in London. I was one of the founding coaches of um, NRC in London. And within that, we had lots of little running groups. And part of that group, there was a, a group of girls. And we kind of all really love this longer duration of running you know we'd, we'd get the camel pack backpacks on and run along the canals for miles 
And a few of those girls had done one or two ultras. They were like, oh, you should come and like give it a go. It's fun. You basically get to run and eat. I was like, that sounds phenomenal. Isn't that a huge selling point? That was kind of what got me into it. I was like, snacks? Okay. Snacks, you get to drink like flat Coke. Um, (laughs) So good. Yeah. And you have to train your ass off, but it's not like speed is not of the importance unless that's your your desire but for yes. most I'd say more than road races is completion is the the aim of the game here so I um signed up for actually it was a women's only race and it was a 50k near Stonehenge in um in the UK How and we cool. did a 50, 50k run and I loved it like absolutely loved it and from there on our like group of females we would trail run we'd pick races and we traveled uh a lot together we did you know a lot of races we did italy we did the cinque terre ultra marathon we did transvolcania in uh, la palma in the canary islands They're probably the two of the most notable and biggest ones and then during that time was when i met blue and he was like oh you're kind of fast and that's when he kind of hooked me into speed project and I've kind of become a Speed Project veteran and Speed Project OG, really. People still message me like, any tips? How can I get in? Can you speak to meals? What should I do? Like, geez, I haven't run it in like three years. <laughs> yeah, we're we're big fans of the relay type races around here. We have one called Reach the Beach and it's you can have 12 people or six people run uh, 200 miles. So it's it basically goes from the White Mountains of New Hampshire to our tiny, tiny coastline. Uh, mm-hmm. of, it's, it's Hampton Beach. So it's we have those like 200 mile relays. But the speed project, what is it? 340 between six of you? 340. Six is the minimum. Um, uh. The the OG is four guys, two girls. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can split it any which way, and you can increase that up from six. There's also TSP solo now, where you just go by yourself with your crew, which Ooh. a few people have done. And then as we speak, there's a brand new speed project, Atacama Desert in Chile, that just took off yesterday. The wow. solo runners just took off um, in Chile to do that race for the first time this year. That's incredible. Yeah. Yeah, I'm bummed to miss it. I cannot imagine taking on that like that distance alone just yet. Like, how? What's your time limit for that kind of thing to do it by yourself? Um, for Speed Project, I think they have five days. Okay, well that's they have still. Yeah, when everybody else, when the teams finish, they so that's why the solos start a good couple of days before. So the Atacama one they started yesterday, which is Tuesday, and I believe the team races start on Friday. Okay, that's super Makes cool. Makes sense. They start early. <laughs> yeah, they got to get it done. <laughs> yeah, they got to get it done. Um, I think we we kind of skipped over something. I like to celebrate accomplishment or just like how awesome some, you did or something. For anybody, for Erica too, I like to pump her tires. That first ultra, didn't you podium finish? Oh, God. Uh, did I? I don't remember. I think you did. Maybe. the other thing was it seemed like you love trail running and you would actually travel quite far i don't know how far is in your mind that's far or not but you would travel quite far almost maybe to an island or something to get in some good trail running yeah absolutely absolutely um well the 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 um transvolcania in la palma is part of the canary islands where i have a house um and so i would often just whenever i go to the canary islands i will 
pop around and and run as much as I can over all the mountains there. It's actually where um, Fuerteventura, where I have my house, is an island that a lot of people use to train for Marathon de Sal because it is um, on the exact equator and in the middle of the island really resembles the terrain that you would have in the um, in MDS. So we get a lot of people trying to cross the island. It's a lot smaller than MDS, but it's really good practice as well. Um, but no, I love it. Honestly, like I just, I can just run. It's when I'm just allowed to just plod along if I want to do some speed work if I want to. Speed project's very different. It is an ultra, but it's just vicious and fast. Um, <laughs> for the record, like my team did multiple times. So that's definitely an anomaly, I would say, but there's still ultras on my bucket list to do. Any cool speed project stories you have of you and your team? Like that <laughs> sometimes it's the most fun part. You're with your crew and usually they don't even happen when you're running. It's when you're in the van moving yeah. from point A to B. Yeah, there's a lot. Um, first time I've ever hallucinated. Um, I was about to say whilst not on drugs. Like, <laughs> um first time I've ever hallucinated from exertion like exhaustion mm-hmm. um was night I think it was night one uh, but, but by night I mean like it was early in the morning and I'd just gotten back into the RV after an eight mile sand run by myself oh. like by myself because at this point that that was back on speed project number one. Well, it was actually speed project official number two ever. So that was 20, geez, 16 maybe. And it, it's just, there's literally Niels is like, when you see that bush turn left, you're like, it's the middle of the night in the desert. There's about 50 cacti bushes. Which one? And you're like, oh God. And you're just running out into the middle of the desert and it's pitch black. You're like, oh, please, just please let me keep running and see the flashing lights of my RV, like from the road. So as long as I, I remember having to keep the road to my left and I'd see a cut through at some point. So I just kept running along the sand, eight miles of this sand run, thinking that I was going to be found tomorrow in a body bag somewhere. Oh, like, no. <laughs> I'm already like, you already know the cogs are starting to turn slightly wonky in your brain when those thoughts come into your head. Anyway, I somehow finished it, got into the RV and I sat down at the front of the RV. I have a picture somewhere and I had my feet horribly up onto the table opposite me. And then I started to just sink sideways <laughs> And then I bolt up, sat bolt upright, and I was like, "Someone release the anchor! The boat's spinning." <laughs> no idea. I was on a boat. In my mind, yeah. I was on a boat, and it was spinning. That's <laughs> but I awesome. Kept seeing it, like I drift back off, and then be like, "Somebody put the anchor in!" And like be really <laughs> angry about it. Yeah, and so it was. It was a really like wild wild experience just being like oh wow I am so tired I have no idea where I am what I'm saying what I'm feeling <laughs> and then you know within an hour or two they're like okay hey, get back out there off you go oh, super fun <laughs> so a lot of it was in the desert I mean it, it's you're running from the from California to Vegas right yeah. did you like come across any weird like creepy crawly like things Honestly? That would be my concern. We ran through this wild town. And if anyone is from there, 
high five and let me know. Um, it's called Barstow um, out in the desert, somewhere between California and Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. Um, sorry, Santa Monica and Las Vegas. I think it's in Nevada, but maybe Eric will look and he'll tell me where exactly where it is. <laughs> He's um, good at that. Nevada. You knew what I was doing. I love yeah. it. Um, and it was like people were sitting on their porches with shotguns as we're running past. And oh, I that's more terrifying. Massive scorpion on the floor in front of me. And I literally jumped, like just carried on running. I was like, I got to jump. And then my mind, I'm like, does this thing jump? I'm from England. I don't know. Like, is it going to mm. get me if I jump? Uh, so that was the only thing that I saw on the speed project of creepy crawlies. I know a lot of people saw snakes, spiders, um, and the such, but no, luckily I didn't see anything. That just gives me the heebie-jeebies. I don't. I think I would have flipped out if I saw a scorpion or something like that. We, we don't have those yeah. kind of things up in New Hampshire. Not even New York. I, I hope doesn't have that kind of stuff. No, but no, 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 yeah. Not at all. And not to mention just creepy people sitting there with their shotguns. I like. cannot believe that. I think that's like top tier creepy right there. Yeah, that's that scared me as a as a. I was still living in the UK at the time, so I was really like, "What are they doing? Are they, like, they going to shoot us?" That's like, really what? not a common occurrence for most places. So I, I yes. yeah, I, I don't know yes. how I would have handled it. Land protection with these crazy runners coming through. <laughs> as long as they're not shooting me, we're good. We're good. Yeah. What are some of the other bucket list races you have? You mentioned you you still have a lot of ultras you want to try. Me. Yes. I I really want to do the seven continents in seven days. Um, oh my God. We were just talking about this. That is probably the most insane thing. You're going to hallucinate on that one because yeah. you're going to get very little sleep. But oh, very goodness. little sleep. Are we talking ultras? Or are we talking the marathon seven so, days, seven continents? Yeah, it's the mar- the world marathon series. Yeah. So yeah, seven marathons, seven days. So it's a mar- it's like an ultra marathon over a week, essentially. Yeah, but and an ultra marathon of travel. So that is on my my bucket list to do. It's incredibly expensive, so it's something that you have to save up for a good oh, yeah. few yes. years for. So you know, it's normally in February. So my goal is maybe 2025 to do it around. So I want to do it before I'm 40, which is 2026. So I've got a couple of years to get that done. I I really do want... Erica will be your Sherpa. Yay! (laughs) I would 100% do that. I would love to. Anyway, that the airplane is not spinning and I'm not on a boat. Um, <laughs> I'll anchor you down. Don't worry, Bex. <laughs> Needed. I want to. This isn't an ultra, but I, I do want to do the um, Great Wall of China marathon one day as well. That'd be cool. I just think that one would be amazing to do. And yeah, I, I kind of like often look at the likes of Western states and look at it like. Not saying I'd ever do it, but like the wildness of the Barkley marathons, oh my things gosh. like that, the the crazy, crazy ones out there. Just to, yeah, I just want to travel again and see the world and be able to adventure the world in that way because I really did find it very stimulating for my own brain going to these places, the people that you meet and the people you get to run with and because you are all running at these more comfortable paces, you just get to chat to so many people and the stories that you hear are just 
sometimes enlightening, sometimes very sad, but so inspiring either way that I, yeah, I miss doing that. I feel like this might be a good opportunity to bring up the world marathon majors because we've heard from, well, I've heard from some of your classes that you are going to be headed to Tokyo soon. So this is what, this is going to drop in 2024. So that's only a few short months away <laughs> in that respect. Happy new but year, by the way. I know, right? <laughs> so, so is this going to be your sixth major? It is. <gasps> That is super exciting. Yeah. Yeah, I'm very, very excited. I actually um, just completed my registration today, funnily enough. Um, a little late to the story. Um, but I, yeah, um, so we're all signed, sealed, flights booked, hotel booked. Austin and I, we're both running it, but it will be my sixth star. So I'm really, really stoked to get that big medal mm-hmm. and get my done in Tokyo apparently it's the most popular there's an average of like three to five hundred six star finishes at most of the Abbott World Marathon majors and then you jump to Tokyo and there's thousands like mm-hmm. there's something like three and a half thousand at the moment so because you have to save up it's generally the vast majority of the Abbott World Marathon majors audience are on the other side of the world so mm-hmm. we have to save save our pennies to go and run these races um, over there, which is why it ends up being most people's final one. Mm-hmm. Uh, so really, I have to, yeah. I have to toot my own horn here for a second. But 2023, I just completed them in Tokyo, and because of all the COVID stuff, it had been canceled, canceled, canceled. So. At least at this this point, I don't know if 2024 is going to break the record, but we have like the the world, the Guinness World Record for most number of six star finishers at Tokyo, just because everybody yeah. was like just trying to get in for that year, and it just kept getting pushed and pushed and pushed. So, and yeah, I did a um a Peloton leaderboard name change because of it. I am now six star Erica because Erica. I <laughs> totally oh, yeah. earned it and I'm owning it. So. Yes, you did. Yeah, I can't wait. I have to chat to you about the course. I hear it's a bit. Late. I am happy to talk about it. <laughs> she'll be your tour guide. I mean, she's been to Tokyo. She'll go out there. Yeah. She'll, she'll do... Oh, there's I'm so just much keep to saying. see. Erica so will do cool. this. Yeah, we're we're. It's going to be a quick trip because we're not taking Tallulah with us. Uh, um, yeah. So yeah, we decided not to. It was just. It'd be a big flight. It's a big flight. When she got RSV, we just panicked about her getting so sick and just thought, what on earth would we do if we schlepped her all the way to Tokyo? It's different when it's a vacation mm-hmm. as opposed to you're pulling her all the way out there for mom and dad to run a race and do something that they really want to do. Mm-hmm. Like this is So my, yeah, bless my mom's coming <laughs> over here to look after her That's from England awesome. whilst we go. Moms are great. We'll have an incredible couple of days there and hopefully everything goes well with Tallulah and your mom. <laughs> I'll have a bowl. <laughs> You'll be in good hands. Mm-hmm. Moms are great. Thank God for moms. They're amazing. <laughs> yeah, they are. I also love that um, one of the things that you you switched for um, your Peloton sign off. You say I'm Tallulah's mom. Like I, I just I just love that because she's such an important part of your life now, and yeah. she's just a wonderful little thing. She is, and I think it's a gentle reminder that you know, we're Peloton instructors, but we are also people. So if potentially today wasn't the best class I've ever delivered, uh, maybe just a little reminder that I may have been up all night with my baby, just like some of you at home. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I'm still here. I'm doing my job just like (laughs) some of you at home are probably about to go and do your jobs. And ours is just a little bit more visible. So yeah, just a reminder that we are, we are real people. (laughs) 
Oh, yeah. I was there last night. I slept on the floor. Oh, oh did you? I was there. Yeah, I slept on the floor, and Tommy and Tyler were curled up right against me. They were just oh. at 2 in the morning, banging on the door. I'm oh. like, what is going on? And I have twin boys. They're two years old. And oh. so I slept on the floor with them on the floor. I'm like, can we sleep in our beds? <laughs> <Nope>. <laughs> These cozy things. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep, and a uh, little stiff neck, but I, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll roll. I'll figure it out. Yep. You brought up Peloton and Peloton Life, and we love Peloton. It, we've, been, <laughs> we've been members for years. Um, I started like the best thing that ever happened to get me hooked was actually work. They bought a Peloton bike, and I was like, okay, let's try this. And so I got hooked. And like I said, I'm a Matt Wilpers guy. And then Erica got into it. She got the tread. She found you. And then all of a sudden I can do it on the phone and I can do running on any treadmill with you or Matt or or anyone on the in the whole Peloton family. You mentioned Rebecca pulled you over and you came yeah. from London or England, the UK. I don't know what to call it, but you came <laughs> to the stage. How was that move to Peloton? I mean, it was fantastic. It was it was a whirlwind of um, difference from what I was doing before. Um, you know, the basis of it's the same running coach, uh, but then all of a sudden I was cast in a cast. I was, you know, it's sort of a, it, not sort of. It is a massive production and has only mm-hmm. grown um, exponentially over the past six years, and it was it was just a learning, really great learning curve. I absolutely have never shied away of being on a stage as much as I could. Um, I wanted to be, you know, foreign affairs correspondent. I wanted to be a news reporter. I wanted to be an actress, anything like that when I was younger. So um, even when we did the Nike runs, I always had to be the person who was with the microphone at the start of the runs, getting everyone together. And so it was elevating that side of what I'd already done in my running career. And I don't know, just doing it on this this level. And as our community grew, I think that was really, really special to just meet members in the studio and then see them stay with us. And to this day, I still see people who come to PSMY who are like, oh, I ran with you back in 2018, 2019. And you're like, wow, that's wild that you've been running with us for that long. And I kind of have known you through the leaderboard or through social media for that long. And it just, yeah, it never, it never fails to warm my heart. And I'm very much a running coach first entertainer second um I don't think that's a surprise to anybody uh with how I coach and how I how I deliver my classes but I do enjoy the entertainer side of it I'm I'm a doofus I'm not funny but find myself funny and you are funny you're very (laughs) relatable Bex and that's what one of the reasons I love you so much is that like we can just relate to everything you say so it's it's awesome and you have a loyal a loyal group of uh, I guess Bex Beasts OGs like they were they were with you from the very beginning I'm kind of sad I didn't jump on the bandwagon until uh 2020 was when I first got into it but yeah everybody just loves your style and it's great Thank you. No, I try to keep it real. You know, life isn't all unicorns and rainbows. Mm-hmm. There's definitely those those gray clouds as well. Um, so yeah, I'm just here to to be as real as I can. Good. That's kind of what our podcast is about. We we want to show like the the ups, downs, and code browns of the running world. So Oh yeah. What year did you come to the US? Uh twenty eighteen. 
Okay, so you were actually here longer than I thought before COVID because I was thinking it was even less than a year. COVID happened. How was life in New York City? I kind of know a little because my sister lives in New York City, yeah. but how was that with COVID being from the UK, away from your family, uh, trying to figure out work? I think you were working out in your living room doing your Peloton classes. How was that whole whole year or so of life for all of us? Yeah. But mostly I mean, you. It was it was a testament to the company of how we kind of pivoted and were able to get the to begin with we went to live from home which was just unreal i mean the world shut down and i think we all thought like oh okay we're what what are we going to do like how is this going to work everything's in the studio we would just i think denise can probably tell us the exact date i feel like we would it was almost to the date when we were going to launch open psmy um was when covid hit like oh, it wow. was ready to go and we'd been working on it since before I joined I believe we had the plans of moving there so before 2018 so obviously that that hits and we were just it was just wow when the team were like okay so we're gonna deliver a tread to your house I was like okay my my Brooklyn apartment Okay. <laughs> I, mean, I, got, I had a spare room. So I was like, this is fine. I can turn this into the gym. It was a dream come true, to be quite honest, to have mm-hmm. um, a tread at home too. So selfishly, I was like, I'll do it. And so, yeah, Austin was my PA, camera guy, sound check, help on everything. We had this set up, delivered to our house, like people in hazmat suits, more or less, like zero oh. content. And it was, it was unreal. And the team, everyone was remote. So like uh, all of our production team were all in their own apartments, but they were helping us set up these cameras and these studio, studio level cameras. I mean, you guys have seen the content still there to be seen. It was Mm -hmm. shot. It wasn't just like me grabbing my iPhone being like, all right, work along with me. This is highly produced content. And yeah, I think we just kind of we got into a schedule pretty quickly and we got into a uh, call time. You know, it was so weird having a call time in my own house. I'm like, <laughs> okay, this is your call time, like hair and makeup done. And we had, it had to be a bit longer because of all of the possible um, errors that could go wrong mm. with internet and everything. And we did the best we could to keep the community moving and keep everybody, you know, with that positivity that Peloton has brought since day one into people's lives. Um, so I, I feel really lucky to have been one of the instructors who A, was able to do it and B, was still able to connect on a normal level with our our members out there. And then the city of New York and our Peloton team worked tirelessly to get us those permits that allowed us to be deemed essential workers in the end so we could get into the studio um and again, it was like hazmat suit operation in the studio. It was it was like walking. I never, thank goodness, walked into a hospital in COVID. But from what I see, it kind of felt like that. Like everything was so sterile. There was only ever one person in the studios. And it was, it was just, we had like hospital grade cleaners. It was unreal. It was so well put together. And as much as it helped everyone at home, I think people forget, like, again, that Peloton instructors are normal people. It helped us so much. It helped me. I'm not going to speak for everybody, but 
maintain some familiarity and normality in our lives in that time that was just in flux everything was just in this weird state of what is this what's going on is it ever going to end and just knowing that we could continue our jobs was a revelation because at the start it was like well how on earth are we going to continue our jobs and then it it happened so that was strange to kind of, we were in like certain days, you just had like two or three days where you'd go in and record some content and then go back to our little bubbles out of the city or wherever we were. So yeah, I, I look back on that with such appreciation for all of our teams, like not just everyone who got it working, but like our maintenance teams and the teams who carried on running the studio to get us all in safe, in and out safely was mm-hmm. just a real wow. <laughs> I appreciate all the creativity you guys put in because it really did keep the members engaged and it kind of just kept us going too. Like I know it was a huge motivator for you guys, but us at home, we were kind we were in the same situations. Like we didn't know what to do. We couldn't go to our gyms. We like yeah. we didn't feel safe going outside. So we had a nice outlet through Peloton and I mean yeah. that's pretty much what kicked off my real running running journey like I really got into it in 2020 so I I give a lot of credit to you and the other Peloton trainers for like keeping the engagement it was super helpful yeah it was like I got it's just like thinking now talking about it I'm like god do you remember when people were like you shouldn't run outside like you can't run outside it's gonna be <laughs> six this feet apart that's you like I just I felt like it was like a horror movie it was this like green germ air that right just <laughs> like Wow. And we didn't like, well, I, we, we would run with those like, um, bandanas over yes, our faces yes. and like all sorts. It was, well, what a time. <laughs> I know. What a time. I can't believe it's been already what, like three at this point. So calling it 2024, like, uh, it just seems so long ago. It, it's, it's hard to believe that it really happened. Yes, I agree. What a time. And that is about the same time I found you when Erica pushed me to Bex and on the phone. And I think they were the at-home studio runs. So, wow. Um, yeah. Yes. So Peloton Studios just seems like such a blast between you and all the trainers. Uh, you guys are so open with your social media while you're there. And I mean, I've seen so many videos of mostly like Maddie just playing pranks on Jess Sims. What other kind of fun stuff happens behind the scenes at Peloton oh gosh I mean you, you see it um we're all we are all genuinely very good friends there's 57 I always get this number wrong Denise's probably got her head in her hands now um <laughs> but there's there's a lot of us so I mean obviously we're not all going to be the closest of friends but I'm not lying or exaggerating when I say we all get along famously. Like that's excellent. We all love each other very much, and yeah, I mean, there's, yeah, there's Maddie and Jess, the Halloween spectacular. <laughs> I there's, crack up every time I see that stuff. It just, I lose it. <laughs> it's so good. It's hilarious. There's Matt Wilpers, who is just always coming out with the weirdest stuff in the morning, or just being Matt of just being oblivious to things. I'm like, the best. I love him. I love all you. He's cute as a button. Can I say that? He's just like adorable. I mean, I love his Peloton, like his um, power zone classes. He's like the only one I could really like sit and focus on. But like, he's just, just want to like pinch his cheeks. I'm sorry. That's just weird. No, he's, he's amazing. He's such a a wealth of knowledge as well. Mm -hmm. Um, So yeah, we spend a lot of time like, chatting the nerdy stuff up together um 
And then, yeah, then you, I mean, then you've got like the whirlwind destructors who come in with a ton of energy at 4am in the morning. You're like, just chill out. <laughs> <laughs> or you've got like the Dennis's who saunter in, cool as a cucumber, like I'm ready, just ready for anything. So it's, it's just, it's so much fun. And we all have our different pre-show routines whether it's like Logan like foam rolls every part of his body Adrian doing his push-ups and Rad doing his push-ups making sure they're looking good on camera (laughs) there's like Alex Kowalski's probably come in from doing some sort of marathon row um it's just it's it's awesome everyone has their own different different things that they they do um but it's it's great and I think we all have a schedule obviously so we all know who we're with um Mm -hmm. predominantly a sub or something special going on so you kind of get into a routine with the people that you're in the studio with at the same time um and it's definitely you know you look forward to it how about your girl rebecca kennedy did she ever get you to do a uh spell that muscle (laughs) oh god uh back in the day we did it back in 2018 she'd do that just to test us though (laughs) that was that was that was fun i went back and we found those i'm like that was a lot of fun yeah who nailed them was it like i think ross and dennis did like super well it's spelling's not my strong suit especially when it comes to muscles and stuff but they like nailed it incredible ross is um I don't know whether you guys have taken his yoga for runners stuff, but he's really, really knowledgeable about yoga with running. Um, he's helped me many a time in our green room where I've been like, this doesn't feel right. And he's just like had me on the floor, done something. He's like, oh yeah, that muscle was tight or that that fascia was disconnected. I'm connected to something it shouldn't be. I'm like, wow. You are <laughs> I'm going to put it on my list. I'm trying to get more into like the yoga trying to be more diligent about stretching. It's not my strong suit, but um, I know I've taken a few classes with Dennis and he is amazing at that kind of stuff too. So I I will add Ross to my list and just try to keep up with it. It's good for you. Yeah, Yeah, it is. Bex, I think it was actually during COVID, you had like this camera crew follow you around and you qualified for the UK Olympic trials. Mm-hmm. And so that was a process. You have work, you have your Peloton runs, you got to do your own training. Mm-hmm. You have to then travel during COVID to back to London, probably way ahead of time, get tested all these times. What was that like trying to fit in your training, fit in your work, do the Olympic trials? How did that go? Yeah. I mean, it was crazy. It was what, three or four years ago, three years ago, I got the invite literally around Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. I was at my, at Austin's mom's beach house and I was reading my emails. I don't know, something, it was around Thanksgiving and TMI, but I literally had just, my divorce had just been finalized, like literally the day before I was like, yes, I'm free. Finally, (laughs) like literally everything was signed and it was over and it was done. So I think we'd like celebrated that. And then the next day I thought I was getting pranked because I got this email from British Athletics inviting me to the trials. And I was like, God, what kind of cruel, cruel joke is this? Like, it just seemed too blasé. Like, Mm -hmm. of course you would. Like, and yeah, then I went kind of like ran downstairs. It's like, I think I've just been invited to compete in the Great Britain Olympic trials. And everyone was like reading the email. And I, I obviously like within an hour, I was like, yes, of course, of course. I want to <laughs> So, and then that's when I realized it was real. And 
I didn't tell work for a minute because I kind of wanted to get my head around it. I wanted to start training and see where I was at because it was COVID. Uh, We hadn't run for a while uh, of any competitions, let's say, or any races. So Mm -hmm. it's been a minute since I'd run a race. I mean, a year since New York Marathon. So I got back into the swing of things. I talked to a good friend, Stephen Kirsch, um, a good friend of Austin's and he agreed to coach me for this race because I, as you said, Eric, I had my job and like, it's just really difficult sometimes to be motivating when you're motivating other people. You're like, Oh, I've done my motivation for the day. Like, ah, God, now I've got to motivate myself. So I took on board to get a coach and then then I realized, okay, I'm going to have to travel. I'm going to have to talk to Peloton about this. I'm going to have to take some PTO um, quite a bit. And obviously they were thrilled for me and incredibly supportive. And just Jen thought it was a great opportunity to document it and and do something special that our members could enjoy. Um, Obviously COVID kind of made a bit of a difference to what we could do because we had to social distance and filming and there was a lot more regulations than normal but it was yeah it was kind of strange really having this team follow me and like pack with me and they were literally there while I was packing and crying saying goodbye to Maurice and just all of that emotion um was was raw it was true and real Mm -hmm. and we captured what we could within the guidelines of um, what we were allowed to. And going to London was absurd. I mean, it was just, I don't know if you guys traveled in COVID, but it was international travel was nuts. Just the paperwork. Mm -hmm. I felt like when I was moving here, like that day, I felt like I had the exact same amount of paperwork to just prove my worth to get into the country. And the race itself was petrifying. I mean, we were really lucky. We stayed at um, one of Austin's um, co-workers. Uh, he actually lives in Italy, but he had a home in Notting Hill. So we were really lucky that we could stay in our own space. We didn't have to go to a hotel and deal with like a lot more rules mm. and regulations. We really could stay incredibly safe and away from um, people for the most part of the trip. The Life in London was so different to New York. New York was still very much locked down. There was, you know, you had to show a lot of your cards. People in the street were wearing masks. Kind of feel like we got to London and people were like, I'm over this. <laughs> like, you seemed a lot more lax about it on the streets. Mm-hmm. So that was a bit of a shock to just suddenly be like, you know, we're walking out with our masks on immediately. And obviously I didn't, neither of us wanted to get, um, get anything because we had to be tested up until the morning, the night before the race. Sorry. Um, and yes, Eric, to your point, there was multiple tests, multiple, <laughs> multiple tests. That Such we had a process. Keep, which always flummoxes me because I'm like, the fact that I have to travel to get here means I could contract it. If I just stay at home and do one test, like I'm just at home. <laughs> Anyway, yes, I was fine and all clear. And what a great day. I mean, it was it was just, I look back on that. I'm like, who was that girl? How did she run that fast? Um, how did she hold on for that long? Austin always says to me, and point, he's not actually in here. But, uh, <laughs> he, uh, he, we'll pretend. Hey, he Austin. Always, yeah, he's here in spirit. He says that around mile eight, because I saw him, 13 times I think it was 13 oh, yeah the loop course 
well, small lads, if you run with me, you know I hate track. So this was <laughs> just a battle for me of monotony. Mm-hmm. Um, luckily, I love gardens. and It was in the botanical gardens in Kew Gardens. So I was like, oh, trees, oh, flowers, oh, look at something else. <laughs> All the way. But yeah, he said around mile eight. So I can't remember how many times he would have seen me by that point. And he just saw a look in my eyes and got really scared because it was a look. I just shook my head at him. I was like, I can't do this. And I honestly don't think I've ever felt that in a race. Definitely not in a marathon where I've just had that thought of this isn't going to happen. Like, I can't do it. And like, mortifyingly embarrassed in that moment of I'm on TV, everyone at Peloton is following me, people have gotten up at 3am in the morning in the US to follow me and it's me going like I can't do it, it hurts, it really hurts Um, and something, I think again the weird Aries competitive side of me, I saw other people drop, I saw other women drop out and I was like "Hmm, well, I'm not going to do that and the, them dropping out pushes me up higher and I haven't really had the work to get higher there they've just dropped out and enabled me um to go further up in the standings um and then my incredible pacer I mean he really really got into my head and pulled me out of the negativity and just was like come on we've got this he'd never run a bloody marathon before and there's there he is pacing me to <laughs> the fastest one I've ever run and it was yeah it was unreal and I think Whenever I tell people the story for the first time about the finish and how Rosie literally just came past me at the finish line and got to third place, neither of us would have qualified on time. Mm-hmm. We would have, if we would have been running under 229, we would have gone through. But at that point, the time was not long, it was not um, fast enough. So I just, you know, she literally, I was third for so long and she just had more in the tank. And that is what I just explained to everybody is that day I ran until absolute empty. I was the car that came over that finish line and I just spluttered to a finish. There was nothing because trust me, if there was anything in my tank, I would have fought tooth and nail to battle with her to that finish. But there was nothing. I was like jelly, just cut like, you know, you hold it together Mm -hmm. as best you can as a human, but no, I wasn't going to fall on my teeth on the finish line of that race. And that's pretty much all I had left in me was to just get over there and stand up. There was no more energy to try and beat this girl off my shoulder for the final 10 meters of that race. And I think when I explain that to people uh, and when I feel that in myself of I did give everything and I am so proud of my time and my place and the fact that I even got to be there, the fact that I got invited was such a huge deal to me so um my 232.01 I won't take that one away because I fought for it <laughs> beautiful beautiful that is just a a prime definition or a prime example of true grit and leaving mm-hmm. it all out there and it's yeah. just a good thing to to show people to just not give up if you can help it <laughs> no I love exactly it. and it, it will be tough mm-hmm. it's no laughing like running really tough um it's movement. You're moving your body at a faster plane of movement than it comfortably likes to be. So yeah, it's going to be tough, whatever your pace is. Uh, so just keep moving forward. That's why I say forward is a pace. Just keep moving yeah. forward as long as you yeah. can. And you definitely, you definitely ran into your unknown too. That's yeah. one of your other, yeah. I don't want to say catchphrase, but lessons that you like <laughs> to teach us. And, yeah. and it's true. It's, it's awesome. 
Yeah, I never knew my butt cheeks could hurt that much just from running. <laughs> well, we're super proud of you. That was an amazing Absolutely. accomplishment, an amazing opportunity. So fun uh, to follow. Peloton did great with that little YouTube series or just a little series they put together. Yeah. I'm really glad you shared that story with us and everything you have. Quickly, we're trying something new for 2024 on occasion. We're going to do some rapid fire. Erica's <laughs> found some rapid fire questions for you, mostly Peloton based. Erica, if you have your notes, I do have when my notes. you're ready. All right, let's hear this. I can't wait for the uh, for the Matt one. <laughs> He's the one who wrote that. So just don't don't judge me. All right. <laughs> who at Peloton has the best style, in your opinion? Oh, goodness. Yikes. That's a tough one. I think Olivia. That is, oh, she's super glittery. I love it. All right. Who programs the hardest classes and why is it Olivia? JK. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think Matt Wilbers. All right. Who makes the best nice. playlist? Emma Lovewell. Ooh. <laughs> Do I have to say this Massachusetts question? Massachusetts girl. Vineyard, oh. I think. Nantucket yeah. or the vineyard? Yeah. vineyard? yeah. Love it. All right. This is Eric's question, but he's still making me read it. Uh, what... Want me to ask it? Yes. <laughs> All right. What's sweatier? Matt Wilpers or Matt Wilpers bike mat? Oh, Andy Spear. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think Matt Wilpers. Nice. Yeah. All right, Bax, what's your favorite music to run to? Oh, I'd say EDM. Very nice. I'm a big fan of your classical music classes, hey, by the way. So that's hey. a good one. All right. Uh, what is your favorite type of class to teach? Uh, 60 minute intervals. I like those as well. All right. What is your favorite way to recover after a hard workout? Oof. Oh gosh. Like honestly sitting in the boots in my high price, my Nomatech boots. Yes. Um, we're big fans of those too. Big way. I, I like to recover and like a glass of red wine. Good glass of red wine. Good answer. Uh, what is a favorite costume either you or another instructor has worn on a Peloton run? Oh, one of my scary clowns. I think my half and half scary clown Bex instructor was a pretty big hit. And I really enjoyed being that person. Oh, those two people. <laughs> I, I second that. And last one we've got, um, what is your favorite activity to do in New York City that isn't fitness related? Going to Central Park for off-leash dog hours first thing in the morning. Ah, love it. That's so good. <laughs> All right. Um, before, That's awesome. <laughs> before we um, – I know we're, like, running out of time, but I want to give a quick shout-out to the Bex Beast crew because they are pretty much what – like a, an awesome community. Like we all just love you so much. And I know um, Jamie, I believe Cupcakes for PRs is the one who moderates the group and she just makes it so engaging and, and just a, an awesome. Oh, Sean. Yes, that's right. She's ludicrous speed. Yes. Yeah. So just they're so wonderful for putting together these groups and just gathering together the community. And we're, we're all just kind of together and lifting each other up and we take all your classes and it's just a lot of fun so anybody out there there's an instagram page it's at bex beast and there's also a facebook page so look into it we're awesome people i have to put myself in there i i mean i i'm kind of more of a lurker as opposed to a poster but there's just so many fun people in there and it's just very knowledgeable and super super fun so yeah they're great and i'm so grateful to them they are 
um, advocates for everything I believe in. And I take a lot of what I believe in stems from how they act to people. They're all so kind and generous. So yeah, I'm very, very lucky to have all the begs beasts, all the flamingos out there, all of us flocking together. I have this little guy chilling out behind me today. Had to represent the uh, flamingos oh and, and Beck's Beast group. So. Olivia you bought this one for Tallulah. Yeah. <laughs> well, that makes me even happier. So just chill in the, chill in the background. Oh, I love it. Bex, you are awesome. Thank you so much doing this for me. You and I have been talking for a while. I really appreciate it. This is a big deal for me to get you on for Erica because just she won't stop talking. So, and I hear all about it and I love every bit of it. And thanks for being just how awesome you are and responding to all my little embarrassing video messages I make of me and Erica. So we have one final question. It's Erica's question. It is the hardest question for some people. And then for some, it's the easiest. So I'll let her lead into this and then uh, we'll send you off. You're amazing. All right. It's all thanks. yours, Erica. <laughs> all right. Final question. Uh, we have a Spotify playlist and we like to invite our guests to add a song. It could be anything that you're feeling at the moment, something motivational, just anything that keeps you keeps you going and pumps you up. Would you like to add a song? Yeah, sure. Um, let's see. Oh, there's so many. I'm like, is see, it, it is a tough Pirates? question? Is it Pearl Jam? Is it the Beatles? Like, oh my god, there's so many. Is it Nina Simone? Ah, uh, you know what? There's a really fantastic Nina Simone remix that Ooh. I probably will add on there. It's like an EDM remix of I'm Feeling Good, and I love it. That is amazing. That is a fantastic song as it is, but put a little EDM spin on it. I'm all aboard. <laughs> all right, Bex, we've had such a wonderful time talking to you, and I cannot thank you enough for your time. This is just super fun for us, myself. Like I, I'm losing words again, but I just have to say, I'm going to kind of speak for most of the Peloton members at the very least, but I just want to say thank you for always taking time to shout out every single milestone in your classes. It is such like an exciting moment when you have a, a like a milestone to celebrate and you take the time to shout out every single one of them. You go through the entire list and you even put like personal spins on it. Like it's just such such a like exciting special thing for us. So just thank you for always doing that. We really appreciate it. I'm I'm I am going to speak for everybody, but it is just so fun and we look forward to it and it, it is just a special thing. So thank you again for, for everything that you do. Oh, thank you. Thank you both for having me. Um, thank you for getting me on, Eric, and making sure that, <laughs> that I um, was replying. Um, Erica, it's a pleasure to... I hope I didn't bug you too much. I tried to keep it like four we weeks did. in between. <laughs> we know you're busy. Oh, okay. we, we know you're busy, so... You you really did um, make me feel like you understood that time just disappears. And I'm like, oh, my God, I meant to reply to you. I'm so sorry. I'm not being annoying or rude, but I'm like, <laughs> it's flagged. And then I forget. And then Tallulah, like, grabs my phone or something happens. So I'm, I'm really appreciative of you persisting in the nicest, calmest way that you did, um, because this has been a real pleasure. Um, yeah, and Erica, to have you on the leaderboard and part of the Bex Beasts is so cool to spend this time with you now and to have 
talked to you and I know that your running is just getting stronger and stronger and stronger. Um, so I wish you luck with whatever is next. And we didn't even get to talk about that. Uh, so yeah, maybe, maybe some ne- other maybe time. next time. Yeah. Hopefully we're going to make it into the studio. That's our, one of our goals for 2024. So we'd love to, to meet you in person and take some of your classes, but there's a lot of goals. It'll happen. She forgets. I have three kids. Like a lot I of goals, can make but it I will make studio. it. Maybe I'll join, um, I'll join Josh, Josh and Janine. I'll be like, Hey, take me with you next time you go. Cause they make it into the studio all the time. I'm super jealous. They get they're to- like there every weekend. <laughs> we'll go out. I'll, I'll just use an excuse. I'm going to visit my sister Hannah who works in New York City and I'll be like I gotta go visit Hannah I'm gonna fit in a little run here at the Peloton studio with Bex and maybe a bike ride with Matt there you go Uh, we do we do have quite similar schedules quite a lot of people come in and ride with Matt and then they come and run with me on a Saturday that would be me so perfect yeah well let, let us know let us know when you make it in thank you yeah that would be a blast so thank you Bex you're amazing can't believe we did it, but it is here. This this whole podcast thing is so much fun. It's growing. This has just been a blast. Thanks for coming on and sharing your stories and giving us you spared no details. And you you <laughs> did the assignment. It was amazing. So Bex, thank you. I hope all you enjoyed that. Bex Gentry on the On the Runs podcast. My life is made. I am like, oh my God, she was as awesome as I thought she was going to be. Meet your heroes, people. I'm telling you. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Don't be afraid to meet This is the coolest non-job I have. We are, we are so lucky we get to do this. This is, let's see. uh, We are a little early. It's not 2024 yet in present time, but when you're listening to this, it is. That'll be like episode 86, I think. Like 86 episode. Who like what the cool journey we've been on and who knows how far we can, you know, grow this reach and um, who knows how far we can continue growing this. Hopefully very far, hopefully um, for years in episodes to come, but we've gotten to do some amazing things. We've gotten to meet so many amazing people, whether you're a Peloton instructor, a run influencer, or just one of the girls from the 440 crew. All these people are so amazing. We've met um, through 86 episodes. And God, remember when we talked about this during our runs on like Albuquerque Street or something? And it's like, we just have to figure it out and try it. And we just have to do it. And when we never imagined it would get this far. I mean, I never imagined it. But you have you are reaching for the stars, my friend. And I am so glad you are because the people you brought into our lives are just some of the most cool people ever. Yeah. And it feels like it feels like either they do a really good job at acting or it's true like it's just genuine. It feels like they love us too. Like a couple I times yeah, so. some people have to get comfortable and we try to break the ice and whether that's for anybody, we do our best to yeah. make them comfortable and then just all of a sudden they'll tell us anything. They'll go this is TMI, but you know, this happened in my life or that or um, it's just, I feel like we, I don't know, we, we have that avenue, we have that way and it's been a blast. So this year is going to be even better. What a start to 2024. We are on a roll, my friend. We are on a roll. All I want to say is when we did those first three episodes and we had months in between them and you and I just never stopped talking about this and 
thanks for that because uh, this has been i've always wanted to do a podcast and you were like just going on board you were on board and that black friday came around in 2021 we bought all the gear and we just met at your house, our first time recording together. We screwed the whole thing up and lost all the audio. Do you remember that? I do. Sitting on the couch. And but hey, we, you gotta you gotta make some mistakes to learn. That's yeah. that's how we get to where we're at. What a cool journey this has been. I have no plans on stopping. I hope you don't either. So that was amazing. Guys, you, buddy. cheers. <laughs> I hope you guys really enjoyed that because that was um Honestly, since like episode 11, when we got Addie's a renter, my goal has been to get Bex Gentry for you. And <laughs> I was patient. I was like, we're not ready. I, for Doozer, it was like maybe for 50. I don't even know if we were ready at episode 50 for Doozer, but I was like, patience. And I will shoot my shot. When I feel like the time is right, and I've learned with many of our guests, some of these take months, months to go. In this one, I tried around your birthday. I tried more than a month before your birthday thinking, okay, this might take five, six, seven weeks. Maybe we can do it right on or the week of your birthday. Like, how cool would that be? So you just had a half birthday. Happy half birthday. But um, (laughs) I, I have, you know... That was my goal from episode 11 was I want to get Bex mm-hmm. one day and I might have said, hey, you never know. Maybe we can get Bex. And I was just trying to keep you in, keep you reeled. And we just kept doing it. And well, God, what she's cool. definitely worth the wait. And I just got to say again, thank you, coach. You are you are awesome. And I'm looking forward to keep training with you because you're just you're just so awesome. What can I say? So let's stop here. We got to stop. We got to go back to work and then we'll do the da 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 and we'll have the outro for you guys and we'll talk a lot about how our life's been since uh, the holidays. So cool, cool reaction. All right. Erica, get back. Oh, you have the day off. I have the day. (laughs) Get back to work, you, Eric. This has been fun, guys. Thank you so much for being part of this journey and I can't wait. I cannot wait to continue this. Oh, Bex. Oh, I love you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You, you seriously probably made my life. This was so cool. And I, yeah, this is so awesome. (laughs) (laughs) I'm all giggly now. It was so, so much fun. You know what though? I meant to give a couple extra Bex Beast shout outs because I, we only mentioned Sean and and Jamie because they were kind of the moderators of the, the Facebook group and stuff. But I just got to shout out a couple more people because they're the people who will, without a doubt, give you those high fives on the leaderboard when they see you. They flock up in the mornings and they're just awesome. So got to shout out Jelaine, Jen, Catherine, Stephanie, most definitely Stephanie. I love you. And uh, Christina, you guys are just so awesome. Just keep doing what you're doing for the group. And those high fives, they just totally turn things around in the morning. (laughs) I'm not a morning person. You guys know that. So if you guys are flocking up, I will be there just for your high five. So keep it up. The Bex Beast are one amazing community. And speaking of Mm -hmm. amazing communities, the Peloton community is awesome too. And we are going to Peloton Studios, New York in a couple of weeks 
Why don't you tell everyone what happened here? This is super cool, and it is unrelated to the Bex episode. I just thought it would be great to tell everyone about it during the Bex episode. It is kind of perfect, perfect timing. So um, our good buddy Josh, uh, Josh Vernon, reached out and said, uh, hey, Wicked Smart Zone's got a, a block of bikes for a Matt Wilpers class. So do you guys want in? And I was like, this is an opportunity I can't say no to. So, yeah, we, we get to jump on with uh, the Wicked Smart Zone. We're bringing Tara along with us. So we're really excited to to be able to take a mat class. And then I got into uh, an Andy Spear tread class, too, just to to kind of round out the, the weekend at Peloton. Yeah, so, I'm, I'm Wicked fun. excited. This is super cool. What a, what a cool opportunity mm-hmm. Josh presented to us. It yeah, was, we can't thank you enough, bud. Yeah, this is it's going to be a lot of fun. We got a little road trip planned uh, right now. Tentatively, I don't know if Adeline's coming, but the plan was oh. she's going to come and I was just going to do the Matt Wilpers ride and then go yeah. hang out with Hannah and my sister Hannah and Adeline. But now I don't know if she can officially go, which I'm still oh, really? coming, but if yeah. she doesn't go, I'm going to be like, what am I going to do? Twiddling my font thumbs as you and Tara doing like an Andy, an Andy spear ride or run and a few other mm-hmm. things. So I might have to try to get on some wait list if, if it's official that Adeline's not coming, but okay. we won't know for a couple more days. So I don't know yet, but it's going to be a lot yep. of fun. 45 minute. They, they announced today. It's a power zone endurance class. Yes. I know Josh <laughs> wanted a power zone max and I'm like, please not a max class. Please not a max class. It doesn't matter the class. My I know t- I am going to just be sweating class. profusely the entire time. Probably yep. just like Matt. I'm asking questions today. You could tell in the noob in the group chat. Like, will there be fans? Is it cold in there? Is it hot in there? What's it gonna be like? <laughs> um to- total noob. First time yep. ever going to the Peloton studio. So really, really excited for this. And it's gonna be a lot of fun. Little on the runs road trip. Oh, it's going to be a blast. I, I'm I'm honestly so excited. I really was hoping that Bex was working that weekend, but I think that's, that's de- well, it's definitely one of her off weekends. So I will take an Andy class happily and still looking forward to it. Yay. It just means we're going to have to make another trip to the Peloton Studios to go for a run with Bex. Game on, man. I'm down for it. <laughs> this is um, going to be apparently a, a busy year of travel for me. Uh because I just did some things and uh, signed up for some races that are going to take me places. <laughs> Let's hear about it. You got in, I'm guessing, because you told me we need I to delay. In. So you yeah. got in. Let's hear about it. More than one uh, race? There's two big ones. <laughs> I'm already like thinking, what the hell did I just do? So today is a big day for Yeti race signups. Uh, all all the races drop at like eight o'clock. Well, one of them dropped at nine. So first off, the eight o'clock one that I signed up for, I want to take another stab at the Yeti 100 in Virginia. You're going, so back. going down. I'm going back. Yep. And this time I get to stay with like a bunch of the friends that I made. So Pat, Charlotte and Julia. We're all going to stay in a house together, and it's within walking distance to the finish line. I was like, this is great. We're going to have so much fun. So it may be a solo trip down for me. I, I don't know, but at least I have my new friends, and uh, we're going to have a blast. But there's another one. Oh, there's another one. Oh, wait, Yeti. This, yeah, the yeah, finish yeah. line, isn't the finish line the same as the start line? Uh, no, this is oh. the one where uh, we got bussed up to White Top. Okay. No, you're right. I remember that. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. So, but you're going to be near the finish. You just have to like hobble or crawl after you do a hundred miles. 
That's so no cool. Deal, you right? made these friends and you're, you got to bring microphones with you and bring them to the house and do like a, I'll see what I can do. Yeah. You just <laughs> well, got to hit record like and talk. On the floor dying afterwards and be like, <laughs> let's just talk you guys. Yeah. But yeah, I was really excited about that one. So you're um, going back. Ten- you're going back. It's not redemption. Back. What's the goal here? Cause you, you got the hundred miles last time. You got the buckle. Better. Yeah, I got the buckle. It's the 10 year anniversary. You know, I love me an anniversary year. So going to go back, just see if I can improve a little bit. I, okay. I have all that stuff I learned. So I'm bringing that knowledge with me and hopefully it'll be a faster result. I'm we'll excited. See. I'm really yeah. excited. When is that race? <laughs> That's going to be end of September. End of September. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. All right. Yep. So you're going back for Yeti. What else did you sign up for? Another Yeti race. Whoa. I'm doing what they I was call... expecting. I was expecting uh, to hear about ADU, but tell me about this Yeti. Oh, ADU is tomorrow. Well, Tuesday. So oh. <laughs> I will be doing ADU again, uh, planning on doing the 12 hour. Uh, that's my jam. But so I'm doing what they call the coast to coast challenge. So I'm going to Washington and I'm doing the Yeti 100 out there too. What? They have two versions of it. There's a Yeti 100 Virginia and then the Washington. So I'm going to Washington. And yeah. What? I'm going to give that a crack. <laughs> Seriously? <laughs> yep. Here I am like, oh, I'm never doing it again. And yeah, totally took that back. And now I'm like, why not do two? That's a great idea. Tell me about wa- so, when is this? Where are you? Who Who's going with? Don't give me the deeds. Do you, do you right, even know? So- yeah, no, I did my research. I did my research. So it's the day after my birthday. So next June, I'll be out in Washington. It's like okay. an hour outside of Seattle. Okay. Uh, it's on this really nice, like, I, for- I forget what the trail's called, but it starts in like Hayek, uh, Hayek, Washington. And it's just kind of the same format, like kind of out and back and out and back kind of thing. And um, I actually already booked where we're going to stay, and it's on the trail. Who's we? <laughs> so. Brandon's going to come with Brandon's coming to that one. Okay. Yep. He's never been to Washington. So we're going to plan on going for a few days, staying in Seattle, making the drive over to Hayek. And then, yeah. So it'll be a nice little birthday trip for me. Treat yourself, right? Unreal. Erica will be going to sell her 38th birthday, running 100 miles in Washington. High elevation. Way to celebrate. (laughs) Unknown territory. Not a big deal. There's a wicked cool like tunnel you get to run through. It's like two, almost two and a half miles long. It's like 2.3 really? miles long. Yeah, it's like, it's awesome. So it, I'm, I've heard such good things about this race that it's absolutely beautiful out there. And yeah, so we rented like a whole house. So if anybody feels like coming, just hit me up. I got Any a place. Any Yeti runners <laughs> out there going to Washington, Erica has some spare rooms for you. I got you covered. Yep. <laughs> That's cool. And then so the plan tomorrow is ADU? Yep, ADU opens. Yep. Okay. So, and so preferred entry. Twelve hours, huh? You big you baby. Know, I just you big baby. <laughs> you're going it. to do these hundred milers. You did the thirty hour hamster wheel, but you're going back for a fourth year at ADU, and you're just going to do the twelve hours. Suck it up, you yeah. big baby. Sign up for twelve hours. <laughs> if you run thirteen and you're done, just you're fine. Quit. Be a quitter, yeah, but uh, sign up for the 24 hours tomorrow, Erica. What is wrong yeah. with you? I like the 12. <laughs> 12 is my jam. Nighttime race. And just, uh, that's, that's my favorite. Um, I, I got to say, I'm disappointed. 
Well, I don't want to tire myself out before Yeti because it's only a month before. It's the perfect warm up. Just do like 18 hours then. Just get extra miles in. You'll get the you'll get the lap number. Like, what's the laps you got to do for twenty four to get your uh, buckle? Not uh, buckle, but oh, the, the medal. You'll I don't get know. it. Yeah. Just well, hey, sign up for twenty four, and if you decide after twelve you don't want to do anymore, just stop. But if I do that, it's extra money. <laughs> How much <laughs> I just money? Spent it all. I I don't know what the difference. Probably is, not even more. a lot. Come on, they deserve it. They want you there longer. They 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 get sad when you leave in the morning. Do they? <laughs> they do. I know they do. Hannah's gonna be sad. Jay's gonna be sad. Celeste is gonna be sad. We know so many people there. They're all gonna be sad when you leave in the morning. Just stay, and then it will get you to stay to the end and see what the end's like. You'll stop running. I'll get a hotel room, and we can go back and take a shower, and then we can go back for the finish. You told me you didn't think you could go. So. Well, you know what. I'm not going to go if you're doing 12 hours. Oh, come on. I'm not going to go you if you're said, doing 12 hours. You said it was the easiest way to get you to go down because I'm not doing 24 hours. No, because I'll go in the morning and I'll just spend the second 12 hours with you. I don't know. It's so far in advance. And if I'm going to pick here, here's why. I'm like, I got to pick and choose, right? And so we mm-hmm. did in December, we did a little Instagram live when we wanted to reveal if we got in to Chicago or not. Mm-hmm. And if you listened, if you checked out that Instagram live, you know, we did not get into Chicago. So our game yep. plan, we haven't signed up yet, but our plan is to take OTR on the road again. I, I say again, like we do this all the time and we're going to go to <laughs> Boulder. Go to Col- Island, yeah. Yeah. And we're going to go to Boulder, Colorado for the Boulder, Boulder 10 K where Ryan Van Duzer runs every year and your new best friend lives out there and hopefully she can do it. And our hope is to meet Ryan and to meet Brittany and to run mm-hmm. the 10K. That can be some elevation train training for you before your Washington race. And that's more Memorial Day weekend. So like if I'm going to go away for that and one or two other things, I might have to pick and choose. Now, mm. I'm not going to say I'm not going to ADU. I'm just not committing to it yet. That's in August. And I've gone the last three years. I want to go. I love the people there. The community is so cool. I got the nicest email from Jay a few months ago saying he checked out our podcast and he just thought we did a really good job. And it was basically Mm -hmm. like a nice job, guys. Keep it up. Keep going. That was so cool. I love getting those messages. So I love the ADU community. Mm -hmm. I'll I'll, I'll be there. But right now I'm going to tell you, you sign up for the 12 hours, I'm out. Uh, I don't know. I'll think about it. <laughs> guys, <laughs> I'm in her jam, man. I win. I win things. I bring home awards. I want Hannah's award. So I have to do the 12. I have I the solution something. then. Sign up for the 12 and the 24. Oh, I can't do that. Yeah, be that like work? Erica Hamill in Hamill Erica or just Erica Ham. <laughs> that is cheating. And that is one thing I am not is a cheater. So <laughs> be an ultra runner. I have a lot of ultras this year. I'm doing more ultras than I am actual marathons. So (laughs) I got my work cut out for me. So I haven't officially signed up for any races yet, but I do have one on my schedule with my coach. Better be the one we were talking about. We put on the schedule Eastern States 20 miler. Excellent. Going to do the Eastern States 20 on St. Patrick's Day, the Mm -hmm. 17th of March. You're doing the 20. I am going to mm-hmm. do the 20. That's the goal. And the thing is, like, let's go for 20. But if something were to happen, they have the half there, too. But oh, basically, do they let you drop down if you need to? I'm sure they would. I don't know. 
Uh, I'm, I'm sure well, they when would. When are you signing up, man? I'm, do I'm, not gonna, I'm not going to do the half. I'm doing the 20. I'm not even going to mm-hmm. say I can drop down. I'm just doing the 20. I'm already at 10 miles. Like Training-wise, we're already at 10, and we're crushing it. Mm-hmm. Even though I've missed two good. weeks, I went running again today, and I feel like I didn't really fall behind after getting sick and likely got COVID. Like This was definitely COVID. Mm-hmm. I, it was big. Everybody talked about like the effects COVID has on them, not the post effects, but the the symptoms while having it. I had it. And the biggest one is I lost taste for like three days and everything tasted disgusting. And I I barely even ate just because I'm like, oh, it's going to taste gross. I don't (laughs) want to eat that. Nothing satisfies. Oh, nothing was satisfying when I was yeah. So I luckily I feel like I haven't fallen back behind tomorrow or today when you guys are listening, I have a hard workout. We'll we'll really know then if I fell behind or not. Reassess. Yeah. But yeah, so I'm back. We're doing the 20 miler Eastern States. I'm excited. There's going to be other people. We know there are some new friends too. We've met some new cool people. I wonder if Dave's going to sign up again. He was, he ran it with me last year. So we'll see. Dave, you should do it, Dave. Mm-hmm. So we'll be there. I can't wait. That is what's next for me. What's next for you. Nice. It's just a ton of shit. So man, I got to finish my calendar. <laughs> I'm like, how many days off am I going to need to take? My boss is going to kill me. Can we talk about some amazing people of the podcast, specifically one? But of course, yes. We have a new Patreon. And I'm so excited for the the whole thing, the connection, the relationship this is going to be, working with her going forward. I am so excited to have Pam as one of our new patrons. Oh, I'm so excited too, Pam. You were so wonderful and you were just one of the nicest people I've ever met. So thank you for supporting us. We we honestly can't thank all of our Patreon supporters enough. You guys do more than we can ever ask you. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Oh, just keep being awesome. We love you. So Pam decided, Pam is a lover of the pod and she became a lover of the pod before ever listening to the podcast. I don't think she listened before we had her on, but uh, she is part of NERC, the Northeast Running Club in Ohio. And we've had on a couple other people, Angela and Patrick. Patrick was the one who made this happen. He went to high school with her. Patrick, we got some dirt on you, man, from high school. We heard all those good <laughs> stories that are going to be super embarrassing. You guys are going to hear from Pam in a couple of weeks, and her story is amazing, and we just hope to work with her more in the future coming up this April at Boston, and I'm super excited for Boston. I have some guests on the radar for Boston Weeks, not confirmed yet, but I have some on the radar that I am shooting my shot, and I am going big, and no matter who we get, it's going to be big, but I am going for one that is going to be really big, so that's all I'm going to say, because if I keep talking about that one, I'm going to like not get it and be disappointed. But I'm really excited to have Pam as one of our new patrons. And if you guys want to join Pam as one of our patrons, just link in bio on Instagram, find our Patreon page. Guys, we love you. Thank you so much. The money is going to really help. Just it helps with production costs and we help use it for money that goes to people like Justine and Jay and a new person who's running Boss Marathon. Not new, but a friend of the pod, Lindsay. Lindsay. And you can find all their, their links for their fundraising pages in our show notes, by the way, going forward from now into the Boss Marathon. But yeah, Patreon guys uh, are like 14, 15 people on there. I love you so much. Thank you for helping me with my, this passion project. But I digress. I digress. I can't say that word. I just you love did, doing good. this. Thank you. Thank you, everyone. <laughs> thank you, everyone, for supporting us. And something else that's really exciting, Erica, is people 
people are coming to us. People are starting to Isn't say, Isn't it awesome? Yeah. This is the coolest. They're they're starting to say, Hey, we want you to talk to our guy or our person. And we think this person would be a great guest for your podcast. And it's so cool. And the cool thing is, just over the holidays, the Boston Run Show reached out to us. How cool was that? Like you, I went a little nutty. It's awesome. I let a little nutty I when I shared you the screenshot of them messaging me, right? It kind of gave me a heart attack for a minute, just the way like it made it seem like they almost wanted us to speak. And I was like, I'm not ready for that. Uh-uh, I'm not ready. <laughs> I was Luckily, like, that wasn't the case. I was like, whatever they ask Erica, we're doing. If they want you yeah. to go up there and introduce the next guest or talk in front of the stage, you're going to do it. <laughs> I love how he throws me in there. You can do it. Not me. You. <laughs> we. We're going to do it. But that's we not. That it, wasn't but, what yeah. happened. But they they uh, they put forward a guest they want to have on the pod. And that was mm-hmm. really cool because we talked to him the other week. When I was sick, I made it happen. We made it work. But what's really cool is we've talked about this before. We're going to the Boston Run Show. We mentioned Mary before where she's going to the Run Show and she's an ambassador for the Run Show and she Mm -hmm. had her code. Listen, if you haven't signed up for the Run Show yet, you should because we're going to go. We're definitely going to be there Saturday and you can get free tickets. Remember, you could use the code M McManus. Well, now you can also use the code podcast. How cool is that? We have this is like our first ever code for anything the podcast has ever had (laughs) how cool is that Ah, i love it 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 makes me very happy that we can do this it was so cool when they said they were doing that and we're like what really that's so cool so we're going to be there in a couple weeks you're going to hear from this amazing guest who is a huge part of the boston run show you guys are going to love it uh, we're gonna wait a couple weeks until we drop the name. Let the let the anticipation. The Actually, will kill you. <laughs> you, you know what's really cool about this person is how passionate they are about the Boston Run Show and just running and putting on shows like this. There's a clue. Um, you guys are gonna love this. You're gonna love it. A couple of weeks from now, you're gonna love it. But next week we have an even more awesome, epic guest too. We have Jared coming on, and Jared was awesome. We did a lot of work during our break. It wasn't really a break. You didn't. Uh, I wouldn't call it a break at all. Yeah, <laughs> you the, had the, me working every week. Yeah, the only break was when I got sick and I just stopped posting on Instagram and everything. I was just lying in bed for days on that, days. On that's days. kind of the norm for me. I don't do much posting. I I didn't even make myself one of those like year-end review reels, you know? I, I went through all my pictures and picked them, but I didn't do anything with them. I made the year-end I'm review the laziest- for you. You did, and it was amazing. Oh, I'm so, so happy about that. That, that was no, the first really thing cool. I said. I was like, this is amazing. Well done. <laughs> so I, we talked about this before. I send myself messages back and forth to myself from on the runs to my own personal account to find them. And I was like, I yeah. know I did one. So I'll send something and I'll go end of year post or New Year's post or I'll go like Halloween post. And I try to find it. And then I mm-hmm. went back and I found it. I'm like, that's the one. There it is. Do you know how long that took me to do? You were telling me you, you made it. It took like an hour and then it didn't even save. Ugh, right. So how much longer than that? Well, a lot of it was taking the screenshots of all our episodes. And I did all of this mm-hmm. while on the Peloton spinning an easy ride. I had it on mute and mm-hmm. I just spun, right? I'm trying to get to 500 rides for when we do it. I'm cheating a little bit. I feel bad like doing <laughs> a bunch of short rides. But I mean, I, I'm really at like a thousand something. But all my my first like 800 rides are under the username Fleer Systems. <laughs> No longer Eric on the runs uh, until I got my own Peloton. But uh, 
it's um, I spent a lot of time and when I hit post, it didn't post. It like disappeared and it, it did save in drafts, but I, I had to put the phone down. When those things happen, you just have to put the phone down, sometimes even turn it off and just oh. re- not just reset your phone, but reset yourself, wait a couple hours, try again. Mm. It's and so, so draining to try to keep up with social media. That's probably why I don't post that much. <laughs> I just get lazy. I was really pumped. Maybe next year I'll do like a minute long reel that you can see everyone because that went really by. That went really quickly. Like 0.1 seconds per picture. Yeah, right, I was right. trying to be like, who's in here? Oh, everybody was in there. It was every drop of 2023, every OTR Live, the OTR Classics. Which is um, so cool. Everything that dropped. It was like 60 episodes or 60 drops something like that mm-hmm. so maybe next year i go slow-mo and make you guys like watch the whole thing they'll probably just swipe to the next one but <laughs> <laughs> well it was i a lot, won't i promise to watch it was a lot of fun you know maybe what i will do this week is i'll do like a grid of them all so you can just look at in the normal post like a grid i'll do that great idea i'll do that great oh, thank you i keep coming up with these awesome ideas but speaking of help. we are on we we did add a social media platform during break though yeah we did we are got on our new Strava page. Well, oh, that what you were gonna say? Wait, was that what you were gonna say or no? No, we've added two. What else? So you guys know about that, I think. We are on Strava. We have a Strava run group. We have like sixty people on there now. Yeah. And you guys Let's run so much more than me guys. and Erica. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting back into it. I well, you nice can break, see but... who runs the most and everything, and we're always at the bottom, and and some other people at top. But yeah, check out the Strava run group. But also, we're on Threads now. Oh, you did. I did. I did. I was bored. You keep I checked giving it out. yourself more homework. <laughs> Threads is going to be easy. And it's okay. just a way for me to talk to people. So I made a post like, hey, currently editing a really long podcast, something, something, something. Um, if you guys are on Threads or want to get on, that will be a little more chatty. Not like chatty, oh. like uh, I won't be on there all the time, but I'll throw things up there and and I don't know. I'm not doing Twitter. It's just going to be Threads. It's just going to be us and running. I'm going to throw it up there and I don't know. I'll post some weird things like, Hey, we're recording tonight. Got anything for us? Or, um, or I'll be like, you guys can't wait to hear the guests we just had. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll throw in some uh, teasers in there. Like, Oh, we just talked to Bex, but only four of you follow us. So only the four of you will know who we just talked to. <laughs> um, stuff like that. Stuff like that. I don't know. I'm just, I think threads will work actually because it's kind of, mm-hmm. it's kind of integrated into Instagram. Ah, I do yeah. see it randomly pop up, but it won't let me like click on it unless I sign up with my account and I don't want threads. So <laughs> I'll trust that you you do. A so good Erica job. is not on threads. She won't see anything I post about her. So if you want some juicy dirt on Erica, I'm going to put it all on threads because she can't see it. Oh, boy. If you want to know what I was really going to call her on the air about not signing up for the 24 hours of ADU, I'm going to put it <laughs> on threads guaranteed i'm putting it on after this i gotta get me a mole somebody who's gonna like rat you out screenshot screenshots don't do it if you do it i'm blocking you i'll never tell i'll never tell <laughs> it's our secret our little uh, secret. you also created this doc uh sheet that's great so i can go on mm-hmm. my phone and when I, things pop in my mind i can tell you uh i can remember because mm-hmm. i'm always like i have so much i want to talk about i can't remember I love how I made it a shared thing, but I haven't used it yet. I am so bad You at did use it today because you wrote something. I'm like, where did a running journal come from? Oh, that I think you put the... Did I put that in? Oh, I don't even remember. I thought you did last week. I oh. told you to. Anyways, 
Yeah, that was my New Year's resolution if we're talking running journal. You're going to write <laughs> I don't a journal? Really have... Well, I bought like one a blog? so I could... Are you... Wait. No, it's for my own little thing. This is something I was going to uh, like write on threads. Like if I create a website for blogging, like I want some people to come in here and contribute. Like mm-hmm. it, it's not just going to be you or me. I'm like, hey, if I create a website and um, Dave, you want to blog, Tara, you want to blog, and I can get like mm-hmm. um, someone can blog on like the first week of the month and then you can have someone else the second week, like something oh, to build cool. and start to build a website. And then you and I will blog too, but I want you to post. I want my goal for you is to post more on the Instagram. I will work on it. Today is only the first. So, well, this will drop on the second, <laughs> but yeah, I'm definitely working on it. But this, this running journal idea was just kind of a way to, to get my feelings and like, well, not even feelings, but like how I feel during, like when I exercise, like how is my training going? What could I do different? So do is I it going to be like, talking to yourself or is it just going to be a journal? Like you're like going to write uh, January 2nd, felt like shit today. January 3rd, had a great run. Or are you going to like write to yourself almost like a couple paragraphs? Nah, well, eh, I don't know where it's going to, what it's going to evolve into yet. I mean, I, I bought it with the intentions of just logging like my exercise. You bought it. It's a it's a physical journal. I want to handwrite in it. Like one of these? No, it's actually like a nice like no, hardcover. Okay. Yes. So you're gonna write down okay. Write everything and I down. I bought glitter pens, you guys. I'm so excited to do that. Write everything <laughs> down. Write I need clear handwriting. And when I create this website with a blog, we will mm-hmm. then upload everything that you wrote. Yes. I don't think it's yes. gonna be we'll interesting. It's literally I wrote down today's and it has my activities. I did two bike rides and like oh, okay. and a cool down okay. run. Like it's not, it's not I, that, but I was going to do it. like, I get it. what was I supposed to do today for training? I get How it. did I feel? What hurts? Like, I don't know. I, I kind of just want to do that to decompress. That's well, I, like a, yeah, a thing at it. the end of the day, you know? So I get it. Well, I don't I'll think be... anybody would truly be interested in that. Well, I'm going to, I'm going to, I was going to, uh, we have the group chat with Tara and Lindsay. I was going to, They'll, they'll learn this here. I was going to say, mm-hmm. hey, if I create a website with a blog, would you two be contributors? And I'm thinking mm-hmm. like the two of them and the two of us and maybe like somebody else randomly, if they're running, have a big goal, they can blog about it on our website, you know, as they build I'll up. I'll write that. I'll do that as like a post in the Strava Run Club. I'll I'll do some prompts and see if anybody yeah. wants to contribute. So, I mean, we could add that too. Yeah. Goal for 2024 is have a website. But another one, a goal for last year that we never did is the Code Brown Commandments. We're working on it. We're slowly building. Well, we figured out what we're going to do. Instead of us having like five, ten commandments, we're asking our future guests for what they think the commandments should be. So we've done this a few times. We didn't have it with Bex, but we have going forward. We've asked the other guests. So instead Mm -hmm. of my Instagram question, my question is now add something to our uh, become one of our commandments for the code Brown commandments. That is what we're doing. And it's fun because, you know, I, I, I use for example, I say, do something like know what poison Ivy looks like. And so they understand the assignment <laughs> and they figure it yep. out. Yeah. Yep. So that's, that's going to be that's a pretty cool question. I, I like that a lot. Yeah. So. Yeah. And you guys don't worry about missing out on the Instagram pics. I'm still going to find one and just randomly say what's going on in this picture on occasion. So mm. that's, the, my question for this year is, what would you have to add to our Code Brown commitments? Love nice. it. Love it. But we're keeping the song thing alive. We're going to build an 
epic playlist for you guys. Yeah. Once it's once it's officially curated, I have to go back. You still need to work on your songs. Well, we're going to actually talk about our songs next week on the outro. It's mm-hmm. officially going to happen. So next okay. week's guest appearance, guys, is a doozy. You're going to want to buckle up. It's a long one. Jared Ewing is amazing. And it's one of those long guest appearances. So we're, when those happen, we're going to have our outro a couple days later. And that will happen next week. And we will... We will premiere our 12 songs each on that outro. Perfect. And I'm talking like, like I'm I'm talking like I'm gonna have the music in the background while we're doing it. We're gonna get into some podcasting trouble, breaking some copyrights, having the music playing. <laughs> it's gonna be a lot of fun. I feel like we can get away with playing clips of songs as long as we talk over it and it's only 30 seconds because i think they did this with um fake doctors real friends okay i feel like if we keep it keep it short and we talk through it (laughs) well you guys are gonna learn our songs next week on thursday on the outro you guys are gonna love it it's gonna be fun erica's songs are gonna be lame mine's gonna be amazing i was gonna say mine are absolutely not motivational whatsoever but there's a lot of energy behind them so All right, you guys cool, can enjoy cool. bring the energy hopefully next week by the way my christmas gift will arrive it still hasn't well it, part of it hasn't part of it has arrived remember i said mm-hmm. it, it didn't arrive yet this mm-hmm. this is a common occurrence i get my gifts weeks later i don't know where she finds these in these websites that have like these these got to be like Instagram ads and stuff, right? Where Probably. hey hey buy this comes from China and it takes like right. three months to get it. It's what it's got to be. So part of my gift came in, and okay. this this I was not expecting. And I live in we 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 have a nice house, I guess. Like it's thirteen hundred square feet. That's not that big. We have three kids in here. We are crammed. We have no room for mm-hmm. anything. It's like I found this little corner of my bedroom to put a desk. That's like a, a home computer and my, also my podcast studio. Ashley got me a steam room. A steam room? A steam room. I see those. So wait, it's one of those kind of like inflatable things and you go in and you, or is it like the the mat that you, you know, lay it's, down it's, in? It, you know, you're right. Like an inflatable That's thing. Cool. You, you you build oh, it up with I've PVC pipe and mm-hmm. it, it's like the size of a porta potty. And my thought is, my thought first was, did you get me a steam room? Cause I am uh-huh. opening this up like two, three days after Christmas. And she goes, yeah. And I'm like, where are we going to put it? <laughs> I'm, it's a thought that counts. I, awesome. I tell her one day I go, I want to get a dust buster, you know, a little dust buster vacuum. And she goes, we don't have yeah. room for anything like that. And then she gets us a steam room. <laughs> Well, at least it's, I guess, collapsible so you can. She thinks take, we can put it, it right here it. in our bedroom. I'm like, I don't want a steam room in my bedroom. So we thought of a couple places to put it. One is the shed. I actually think the shed would be a great place for it. Sure, and I just need sure. to like hook power up to the shed. And then we have another thought where we have this small, like 3D, uh, not 3D, like three season porch, which actually oh. will go good. But, but it's small and the floor is not completely level. But I don't care. I'll just kind of like. Anyways, it's going to be cool. It's going to be really cool to try out because I do love myself a steam room. I love going in the sauna in a steam room, and this is really cool. Now, I'm the, very intrigued as to how you're going to do this. Do you like put a chair inside? And yeah, I'm like, there, I might, like, I might get like a bar stool of some sort with like oh, a back okay. on it. 
I don't yeah. know. I don't know. You gotta be at least comfortable in there. But like, how long? I don't know. You test it out. You let us know because this is really very interesting. I am very interested. And I'm going to post all about it when when this happens. So, so nice. the spot we have in mind, we need to clear out to then build this, and it will stay up all the time. I'm not going to take it down, put it up, take it down, put it up. The mm-hmm. other thing she got me, so she did spill the beans. It hasn't arrived, and it probably will be weeks. I don't know. It's probably coming from Timbuktu. But I actually got really excited for this one. Okay. She got a nice bath. Oh, see, so you, oh, you're going to get the best of both worlds. You go in that ice yeah. bath for a couple of minutes and bam, right in the steam room. Oh, you're right. I could totally do that. Bada bing. Oh, bada bing, bada boom. <laughs> so I, I am excited for the ice bath. I, I don't know like what, what kind or what brand or anything like. To me, I would just go to a tractor supply company and buy a buy a big beer trough or Didn't whatever. Did we talk and, about this? Like yeah. a big garbage can, yeah. Yeah, like get a garbage. That's what can. they do at like in um. I watched Ted Lasso, and <laughs> so they they like fill up the the trash cans with with ice and just go from there. But that must be nicer. It's got to be nicer. So I, I'm excited for the ice bath, and that can stay outside. Like that's going to be mm. outside. It can stay outside, and it's nice with winter. I can throw <laughs> snow into it. I have seen like you can buy those icers for it that keep the water cold. Those are like really yeah. expensive, outrageous. You know what you should do? What them. would happen if you did like Epsom salt? Because would it freeze with Epsom salt in there? And like I don't know. No, does anyone? Does to... anyone listening know? Does anyone listening know? Tell me. You know that would be pretty awesome too if you just have like an ep- cold Epsom salt bath. Is is that's the is that like the kind of salt that's very buoyant and it makes you float? Like you saw, like peak kind recovery. Of, yeah. I mentioned mm-hmm. I, I mentioned peak recovery because I won uh the raffle from Jay's um raffle. Float. Right. I want to do the float. Mm-hmm. I want to do the yeah. float. So I think that's Epsom think salt, is, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. I want to try that. But it's so, good for you. It soothes your muscles and such. Yeah. Yeah. I, I I want to do it all. I'm all about it. But the ice bath is something I've been wanting to do. I've been talking about it and I want to do it. And you'll learn next week. We talk about this stuff with Jared and it's not about doing it once. It's about, it only works if you do it consistently. Like that's when you get the benefits of it. Like I got the IV shot again. I've been doing it every month since August and it's working that, that, that IV shot I told you about that you mm-hmm. need to do. <laughs> you need to do they it. You're running it less... all these hundred milers. Ugh, that's when I'll do it is when I'm doing. No, you need life. to do it now to help get you there. <laughs> oh boy. Ah, all right. Well, just make it this, cheaper. Make it cheaper, and I'll do it. This has been a lot of fun. This has been a lot of fun. It's been a great time catching up with you. I like we we wanted to do this last week for the Christmas special, and as you can tell, my voice is is coming back. I'm, I feel great. I feel much better. But the voice takes a while, as we learned last year. What it, I'm so excited for this year. I'm so excited. We we are, big things are coming, man. Go follow us on all the platforms. Join our Patreon. Go to the Boston Run Show. Let's meet up with people. Let's all take the train in or something on Saturday. Uh, if you're going to the Peloton Studios in a couple of weeks with us, guys, I can't wait to meet everyone from the Wicked Smart Zone. We're, we're actually going to finally get to meet Josh. I know. <laughs> that's going to be the best part. Uh, no, no. Uh, sorry, Josh. It's not going to be the best part. The best part is going to be doing the bike ride. Well, he gets to meet <laughs> Matt Wilper, so that's probably his best Man, part. Rocket. <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh, I go. can't wait. Uh, we should bring microphones with us. Not that we're going to uh, record in the studio or something, but in the hotel room, we should do like a live reaction with Tara. Okay. Yeah. Build the that content. Build the content. Can't build wait. The content. 
Guys, thank you so much for being part of this journey and being part of this podcast. Erica, thank you so much for being my rock star co-host. I love you. Take us home. Much love to you too, buddy. We love all of you out there. And as usual, don't forget to stretch. Honestly, since like episode 11, when we got Addie's a runner. Sorry, I'm having trouble connecting to the internet. It looks like an issue with the router and echo device. So try restarting them. Unplug both of them and plug the router back in. Wait 30 seconds. Once the router is back on, you can unplug that. (laughs) Shut up, Alexa. Anyways, thank you, coach. Thank you, coach.